once again, it's a uh, it's phoned in time. We've done no preparation for this episode, <laughs> Charles. How do you feel about that? You know, Dutch. At this point, I feel like our game is pretty strong. Strong hell. Well, let me tell you something, motherfucking mean Gene. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Cream in the coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're just literally phoning it in. There's no Aaron. There's no Elena. It's just old Chucky Tater Sex over there. <laughs> and the most electrifying man in podcasting. <laughs> He's electrifying. <laughs> electrifying. <laughs> this is the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the... Um, the uh, jingoistic juggalo. <laughs> That's really pretty jingoistic. Yeah. But you I named the episode. I would like in to the find, first thirty seconds find a jingoistic <laughs> juggalo real quick. Um, Kid Rock is he's a jingoistic. Not a, he's not a juggalo. Bull fucking shit. He's not a. They juggalo. don't like each other. Oh fuck him. The insane clown posse and Kid Rock. He jerks off to pictures. They of are not friends. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, I know juggalos. I will ask them. And they it's will such a there. Let's 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 get into that. Okay, let's dive right in. <laughs> Juggalos. I mean, what do you think? They're fine. There's nothing wrong. I mean, with I don't dislike just, them. It's just, just odd. It's, they're a group that's no good. I mean, they're just. No, there's plenty of Juggalos that are good. <sighs> no, 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 I'm talking not not the group of Juggalos. The music group. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you, you with the insane clown posse, you got to. Uh, you got to put the colony blinders on. You kind of got to look at them the way you look at Wheeler Walker or. But I don't think so. I think they do things in earnest. I just think they they're, might. They're but really, still, they're you can, really, they're really bad. They might. <laughs> but you can look at them the way I looked at them whenever I would sing along to what is a juggler, a Hulkamaniac. He power bombs motherfuckers into thumbtacks. Could give a fuck less what a bitch thinks. Tell her that her butt stinks and all that. <laughs> that that's. Because that's hilarious. <laughs> it is. <funny. laughs> I mean, I'm sold. Yeah, they're. If this is uh, Richard, he's what they call a juggler. Juggalo. <laughs> Juggalo for life. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? What is that? Is that oh, that's the. <laughs> it's I, always sunny. Always sunny episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take him, strip these goofy ass clothes off of him, give him a bath. Please don't bathe the students. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the funniest lot of the whole thing, though. I've been mentoring this kid, Richard. That's odd because you're a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dave I, Foley as a principal Dave, has Dave fucking Foley's, awesome. He's a he's just pretty much great. You know you can't go back to Canada because you got a divorce, and in Canada there is no male privilege when it comes to divorce. Well, there's not any here either. No, but, but he can't go back to Canada because he owes so much, and they base every they base his payments on what he made when he was at, when he was at his height. And kids in the hall. I don't even. I think he might have been making the most. oh news radio, news radio, yeah, because that's syndicated and everything. Mm-hmm. And when it was at the height of syndication and everything, so they base everything on that. So he owes millions of dollars, like, and he's like, "What the fuck can I do? <laughs> I, I'll, uh, I'm cool with the payments being compensatory to what I make <laughs> or com- comparative, yeah. But Jesus fuck, and like she like has dudes living with her, but whenever whenever um the uh, cops come. Or whoever it is that checks up on that, seeing if you're getting taken care of by another dude, like they leave, the dude leaves, and like, oh, I'm by myself. I need all that money. And God, what a piece of shit. Yeah, women fucking suck. <laughs> well, I mean, a no, lot of them do. No. Whoa, what was that? What the hell? It was some sort of digital interference. I think we're being hacked. Huh. Okay. We've talked enough shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's been 
about time. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't ruin the audio for the rest of the episode, but you know what I'm not going to do? Check it. Not going to stop and check. <laughs> I guess I could, but we'd have to start all over again because we're only fucking four minutes in. No, we didn't. No, we wouldn't. Well, uh, you see, if I hit, in order to listen to it back, I'd have to hit stop. Okay. Instead of pause. Mm-hmm. And if it stopped, then I'll have to start a whole new thing. Well, couldn't we just... And then splice it together. Splice them together? That'll take five extra minutes for me to do that. I think... I, if you teach me how to do it, I would do it. I mean, I can do it. I'll, hold on a <laughs> second. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back! <laughs> Sham wow. Have you ever used the Sham wow? Actually, I have. It's pretty. Fine. It's pretty great. It's good. Yeah. It works. It's a chamois. It's sucky. Or absorby. Yeah. That's what I named mine, Absorby. Absorby? Yeah. Absorby, absorby the Shamwell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what were we talking about? Dave Foley? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about Dave Foley. Yeah. There's, let's there's, talk about the kids in the hall. Fucking let's let's just turn this off and watch kids in the hall. <laughs> we, should, we should do that. Well, you know what we should do? We should Mystery Science Theater fi- uh, 5,000 <laughs> kids in the hall. I'd just be laughing the entire fucking time. It's such a be- it's such a better show. Ah, look at Bruce McCullough. <laughs> oh, that Kevin McDonald. He's playing a woman. <laughs> I think Scott Thompson's gay. No, <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that isn't. But like, he's the one that least plays a woman. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he. I like when they would do the gay thing, and he was always the dumb butch gay guy. His name was, his name was Butchie. <laughs> <laughs> he wore the really short shorts And actually Scott Thompson was built He was pretty muscular Scott Thompson looked like a pretty good looking Late 80s, early 90s woman Whenever he did the Yeah, he did Did the uh, female stuff Well, he always did I remember he did the one they, he had Am a, I thinking Bruce McCullough? The little one The the Eradicator uh, He played Kathy Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Kathy was the secretary And she was dating well, what the fuck? There's a storm. Oh, there's a there? storm overhead. There's a storm in these here hills. There was a. <laughs> We're gonna leave that in. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I remember uh, Kathy was dating Mississippi Gary, which was uh, Mark McKinney playing a Delta Blues man, <laughs> black dude. <laughs> And one of the time they were talking back and forth, except they weren't in the same room. Like the camera would go to them, and then they would talk trash about each other. It was a, it was a great skit. Um, She's like, I love Miss. I like Mississippi Gary. I do. She, he said he he played with all the greats. I said, great. Let's make up a resume. <laughs> talk about how they're trying to date. And there's also uh, there's these are the Daves I know. I know. I know that these is are the Daves. Uh, Bruce McCullough's song. Such a ridiculous. Yeah, the Terrier song. How the Terrier song go? Basically like that. Fantastic. <laughs> Terriers are my very favorite breed. Oh, yeah. Cute and cuddly, easy dogs to feed. I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> now the internet isn't working. Do the terrier dance. No, it's not. <laughs> well, the internet started working and I turned it off. And so it's going to be a couple seconds before it turns back on because God hates me. <laughs> but you didn't believe in him. Well, if he's there, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Not buying my album. He's not downloading my podcast. No, he's he's not liking the show. No, he's not liking sure. anything about. We can me. talk about that. How I went to a, um, I was invited to speak. That's something interesting, and it's not interesting in a bad way either. I was invited to speak by a friend at a uh, at a church group, um, because they're doing this thing called Rethink Religion. He's a buddy of mine. I'm not going to call him by name because I wouldn't know if he wanted me to. But I'll call him by name. Hmm. I'll call him by name. 
Well, I can. Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, that's him. You're friends with Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, he's my buddy. Great friends. <laughs> he taught you how to form tackle. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. A waka, waka, waka. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a buddy, and uh, he was he was asking questions about the secular community and how they view the church. And I told him, uh, I said, usually not favorably. Um, and then he said, well, we want to change that. We, we need to rebuild our community. So we would like to reach out to the secular community and not try to force what we believe on you either. Just try to work hand in hand to try to make our communities better. And I think that's a noble aspiration. It is. And um, not once was I pressured to accept Jesus or anything like that. Just asked point, pointed questions, you know, and they were. And I was happy to discuss them because they are so open to discussion. And it's awesome. And they're all intelligent. Everybody in the room was intelligent. So you went and did this? You went yeah. Publicly spoke in front of people? It wasn't publicly. It was more like a, there's only about five of us. And it was a discussion group. Like we were just, they were discussing, they asked me questions about science, how science fits into all that stuff. And. Oh, fantastic. Holy technical difficulties, Batman. <laughs> Where were you uh, talking to? Holy sunspots! <laughs> talking to Christians. Yeah. What's up? Um, the Christians I was talking to are not the old guard. Um, they are young. They are intelligent. They're open-minded, uh, and they believe in what actually what Christianity says, which is love. They they prefer to love over judging people, and love everybody. So. I can get done with that. Yeah, I mean, like I've, all, like I've said before, when it comes to that, Christianity is the best religion. Like, hands yeah, down. No, I mean, it's, that may be Hinduism. Hinduism has a some very of, stratified caste system. A, I mean, yeah, there's a very Never stratified caste. Huh? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. They do have that whole. But other than that. Buddhism, you don't really count as a religion. No, it's a system of belief. Anything. They're atheists, actually. They don't really worship a, a deity. No. But, uh. What was that? Um, like, would would these people that you were talking to say have a problem with uh, serving gay people? Or no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. A lot of them do, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, I'm of two minds about that. I, I I do believe in the thing where the market corrects itself and people are weeded out by society. I believe in that. But um, I was thinking about this today. People who black people who wanted to use a lunch counter, they didn't go back to those restaurants. They were just doing it to make sure that society was fair and equal. Mm-hmm. So, in that well, vein, again, that was the law. They like even if I own. Well, they're trying to make that the law. Where everywhere the law. I mean, black this is Trump's. No, no, no. This is Trump's White House. They're trying. They're to make, trying to make it the law that black people can't eat it. No, no. They're trying counters. to make it the law that 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 You're, gay people can't be served in places. Can't be served. I haven't heard read that. Please pull that up. Well, the religious the freedom the religious freedom act is is double speak and cloak speak. Like for, the person that owns the place will be punished if they allow a gay person in. They'll be punished. Yeah, or they have the right to refuse service. They have the right to refuse. Service. Do you not believe in the right to refuse service? Ah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's there there you go. And it's a it's a weird double edged sword. Yes, it is. I mean, I, I get the the quandary that people are in. I get it. But, but I mean, if you hate money, go ahead and refuse service. That's, that's fair. fine. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But I'm also saying. This being near and dear and close to my heart. You being a gay man. Well, yeah. <laughs> Flamboyant, too. Came in here, 
Dressed like Adrian Adonis. <laughs> Dressed like Buddy Cole. <laughs> Buddy the Killer Cole from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> Would I? Buddy Cole. <laughs> Do you remember Adrian Adonis? He was a Vaguely. rotund, flamboyantly, the character was just flamboyantly gay in like the 80s. Yeah. And he could fucking work. He yeah. Did, he did some shit. What and about fucking Eugene? Eugene. Uh, the... Uh, Mentally the mentally handicapped guy who could do everybody's move, and he was really fucking good. He was good too, and he yeah. still he still uses that gimmick on the indies. Does he? Yeah, they let him do it. Probably. Well, and it, I don't, he might, he might I don't find it himself. insulting. I don't find it insulting. And uh, parents of mentally handicapped kids didn't either. See, that's the thing too. I mean, I my soft spot is for kids that have you know that are have health problems that are mental, and you know, and mental. Development issues and stuff like that. Like, I love that video. Have you seen the little video of the girl who has the the tube in and she's dancing and she's pointing? You know, no, I haven't seen that. I don't. I don't look for videos that make me cry. Well, no, it's, it's <laughs> it, even if it would make you cry, it's crying in a good I way. I spent the first nine years of my life with a tube in my nose. So. Did you really? No, okay. I'm lying. Okay, I'm really good at that. All right. Believe me, almost anything I say. Well, I mean, you're your, very your con- dick's on fire. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> oh, you start slapping your dick. Ow. <laughs> I was kidding. You start trying to, uh, there's a visual. You just slapping your dick because you think it's on fire. There's a, slap my dick all the time. <laughs> I slap my dick all the time. There we go. That's, a, that's, a, that's not a title of the show. That's a t-shirt. If we made merch, I slap my dick all the time would be a t-shirt. And so would I like Pud from Aaron. The Master. merch. Uh, well, there was, I'll stand up, make you stand up and say howdy. Um, I was thinking about the uh, right to refuse service thing. That article you shared about the doctor, the doctor that decided he didn't want to yeah. help a lesbian couple. I, I and I get what you're. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not unopposed to a, you know differing viewpoints. But the guy's a fucking asshole. There's no. There's no getting oh, yeah, around. There's that. no getting I mean, around. Yeah, Unlo- I mean, like I said, unless they were just like an insufferable gay couple, which usually aren't lesbians. Usually, usually those are like dudes. We're gay. Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> Does that bother you, doctor? <laughs> but like, that's also the same with straight people, like pregnant women that just, they act like they're the first woman to ever conceive. Like, yes, I'm pregnant. Like yeah, the, yeah. the whole uh, Garfunkel and Oates song, pregnant women are smug. <laughs> I just don't know what I did before I was pregnant. Go fuck yourself. Oh, Lord. We're having all kinds of digital interference. There's a storm of brewing over top of the pillow. A brewing. It is a brewing. It's like a it's weird. It was 90 degrees in February in West Virginia. Yeah, it's, dude, global warming is so fucking <laughs> It's so fucking ridiculous. Fake. It, uh, it doesn't yeah. even work. It's not even, you, you can't even, you can't back that up with science. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was cold where I was today. So fuck you. There's snow. There is snow. Oh, here it is. This is this little girl. Give me the. I don't know where it is. It's. It's because they don't. They see the world in different terms. Who kids? Well, kids that are sick. They. That's all they know. So they just. They don't complain. They don't. They cry when it hurts. I'm sure. And eventually, they. Uh, they get a visit from John Cena, and everything's okay. Let me hear it. That kid looks way too young to be mouthing lyrics. <laughs> that kid looks like it's like a, a year and a half old. Yeah, I think it's. I think she has a problem with her kidneys. 
Let me hear it. Very awesome. You are so big. <laughs> I mean, that's because you know, especially being a it's a weird thing, a father, you know, when and you put yourself in those shoes, and it's tough, you know. Who's gonna fill their shoes? And it's, I love those things because every time I think about bitching about my life, I'm like, well, my life ain't so bad, you know. And that's just those kids. That's all. It's really hard. Life's really hard on them. Yet they. You know, you see the kids on the Shriners commercials, and they smile, and they're happy, and they, you know what I mean? It's... You think they'd raise more money for those type of things if they did them the way they do the Sarah McLaughlin commercials for the dogs? Uh, no, because <laughs> there'd be nobody that could watch that. <laughs> I can't watch the dog ones. I can't either. Well, it's like Bill Burr was talking about. He's like, he's like, are they always show on those days, they always show the Dr. Seuss-type dogs. <laughs> My last owner wasn't a very nice person. <laughs> Where are the pit bulls? Where are the Rottweilers? <laughs> Where's the scruffy dog with one ear? Yeah. <laughs> His tail's crooked. Yeah. <laughs> they're always they're always just completely adorable. Yeah, they're shaking. You know <laughs> that one video though about the dog the first time it was abused its entire life and the person was pet and it was screaming and then they finally got it calmed down where it could accept love. You know that's why I believe Michael Vick should have spent the rest of his fucking life in jail. You know it's you just, know he's uh, I mean there's no punishment too great for abusing. It. Animals like that on that scale. I mean, it was just killing any like killing people, killing the animals, like any of that shit. But he's raised more money than PETA has ever since he's gotten out. I see that. I understand. I, I get it. So, but I'm saying a regular person and PETA kills millions of dogs and cats every year. They don't have a choice. That that's the difference. They have a choice. What choice is that? Take the dogs home. Take the cats home. You they can't. You can't take every dog and cat home. Do you realize how many fucking? That's what the reason don't have an organization that says we're going to stop killing of animals. I mean, (laughs) I I know where you're coming from with that, but there's only so many people who work in the organization can take an animal home. I'm sure they have houses full of animals. But they could. uh, I don't know. It just seems hypocritical to me to be to fucking throw. Throw paint on people that wear fur, and, and then uh, yeah, I get that you're too. That's behind an organization that kills more animals than animal shelters. That's every- true, but it's the same. It's the same argument like the the vegetarians. I live a death free life. I was like, well, it's just been no, proven that, that that vegetables feel pain. It's been proven that yeah. you know that they have even a rudimentary form of consciousness. Dirt is made of dead things. Yeah, yeah. Those plants eat what the nutrients yeah. that are in the dirt. I mean, I, I, dead it's it's not. That your argument does not hold up, and like John was saying, the full uh, large scale monocropping is a very violent and penetrative act. And I got into an argument with a bunch of. I read that. Yeah, and I think I stated my opinion so well that they had to shut up. I was like, "You don't." Well, they started personally attacking you, and that's when you win, huh? They started. Yeah, I mean, they went rogue. Yeah. Well, you don't have to be mean and snarky. I was like, I was being none of those things. I was merely stating my case. The uh, the bottom line is. Yeah, I mean, it's no. <laughs> the bottom line is if unless you farm everything yourself hydroponically, where it only uses water, yeah, no dirt, but there'll be no it, nutrients. There'll be in no that nutrients food. in the food. That's you'll yeah. be frail and shitty. So. Yeah, but unless you like do vegetarians that, are, unless you do that and pick everything by hand, yeah, because I guarantee you that kale you get from the the market, Walmart probably or Kroger's. It was it was harvested with a giant machine that probably ran over a fuck ton of birds. Yeah, and killed a because there's ground nesting birds. Well, not only that, but the these huge farms they they they're built on the only temporarily rich soil of slashed and burned fucking 
uh, rainforest. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you're looking And monocropping, and I brought that up. I was like, well, monocropping kills bees. Where you read that, it's like, there you go. There's the article. <laughs> Pretty you much know. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I did a little bit of research. Yeah. <laughs> but I've watched whole documentaries, and that's the reason I'm doing the bees now. I've got, I've actually got uh, some plants growing, and, you know, bees will be shipped to me in about two weeks, or the bee houses anyway. Fucking I'm going to try to get, get a the- bat house, too. I should. Bats are awesome, and the- their shit is really good fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Just don't inhale it. Oh, yeah, it's really. It makes you go crazy. That's what bat shit crazy means. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You know, if you fall into a And also, there was wars over bat shit. <laughs> there, there were wars over bat shit in the, way back in the day, and I don't know how many hundreds of years ago, because it's such a good fertilizer. Yeah. So people would fight over it. Well, you know that those huge piles of bat shit in the caves, you know, the fall of that, you're dead. Like, yeah. That you're dead automatically. Like, and you are stripped to the bone within a matter of minutes. Because they come down and eat you. No, the the microbes in the shit. Oh, really? That's that? Digest your body. That plus all the microorganisms awesome. in it. There's I'm crabs. Even, There's crabs that live in bat shit in fucking that's South America. fucking insane. Yeah. yeah but- See, that's the thing. All these creatures that, that are dying out that people say, well, what, what good are they? It's like, you don't understand. You can only play fucking biological Jenga so many fucking times before something's going to get knocked Jenga. out and the whole Jenga. fucking thing topples Jenga. over. I mean, that's, Jenga. that's when the, the oceans are dying at a rapid clip and people don't, they don't care. They, they've got their, don't see it. They've got their coal mining job now. They've got their big truck. They've got, they've got whatever they've got in, to live uh, with their parents. in other places. <laughs> They've got that, and they don't give a fuck about the planet they're living on because, you know, that's the thing, too, in the discussion with the cool Christians is that I'm going to start referring to them as the cool Christian kids. Uh, <laughs> CCK? Yeah. Um, we were discussing the environment and how uh, it seems that a lot of people on the right wing Christians are very they have uh, an adversarial relationship. adversarial relationship with the environment like there's a, a picture of a tree somebody put up don't worry i hugged it first i was like you know that tree didn't have to die for anything there are so many different ways of and more effective ways <laughs> yeah. of getting what hemp. we get yeah hemp grows i've got a hemp growing uh plant growing right now and it just jumped out of the fucking soil you know you're gonna go to jail son uh, i'll kill it is it hemp or is it marijuana it's hemp you might go to jail. I think, well, I think we're allowed to grow it here, but you have to be like a farmer dude and have a license and all that bullshit. And well, it's one plant and it's a seedling. Yeah, you're not, you're not so you're going to go to jail. So. Unless I tell on you. I'm totally going to tell on you. <laughs> I know you would. You'd probably you'd probably do a show where you told on the <laughs> cops will show up. It'll be the only one that everybody <laughs> listens to. <laughs> it's the most downloaded podcast in history. I um, no, we're, we're living in a fool's paradise where we think – whether you believe in an afterlife or not, it doesn't say in any religious book that it's okay to fuck the planet on your way out. You know what I mean? You don't pull the pillars of the fucking place down behind you when you're fucking leaving. You take care of the place to pass on to your children. You see that they discovered, maybe not discovered, but I don't seven know planets that seven can support planets life that are pretty much just like this one that might be able to support life. They're pretty excited about it. You know, it's yeah. And like, it's funny how right after Trump gets elected, they come out with this like, okay, calm down. Yeah, if we can build a sh- some ships big enough, we can get everybody over there. No, not er- we're all staying right the fuck here. Mm-hmm. Me and you are not going fucking anywhere. The people I've already read this plan. It's, the people they're taking are not going to be us. They're going to be the best and brightest. They're going to be the Bill Gates of the. Of the how plan. dare you, sir? 
they might you might take us for our podcasting abilities. Yeah, yeah, I know how to run this shit. Mars podcast here. Uh, <laughs> fucking, we'll have our pick of the guests. <laughs> we can get Neil deGrasse Tyson. We can get Bill Nye. We can get God. actor Bill Nye. We can. Get- <laughs> <laughs> I I love you know just I love the I love smart people. Smart people are awesome. I like uh, because they. I love watching them argue with dumb people. That's the best. Well, like I like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson because he won't debate. He just merely states facts. He's, he just he merely he won't even like he won't get into it on Twitter with anybody or mm-hmm. anything. Like he uh, he was on Rogan this week and um, they were talking about Kyrie Irving how he believes that the Earth is flat and and, and that's that's perfectly fine for him to believe. <laughs> You're allowed to believe whatever you want, but what I don't want is for Kyrie Irving to get a job teaching science somewhere. Right. Other than that, I could give a shit less what he believes. Did he say that? Pretty much. Like, whatever you want to... Is he a cusser? Yeah, he cussed a lot on Rogan. Did he? Yeah. That seems... That's kind of a come down. <laughs> not, not a lot, but, yeah. like, enough. Like, yeah. Just kind of a guy, you know? Yeah, he's a dude. They were. Yeah. I think they were having beers and... Oh, were they? Yeah, I think so. That's kind I of didn't neat. watch it. I just listened to it, so... Did they discuss his wrestling? A little bit. Yeah. He's like, you were a fucking beast back in the day. Yeah, he was, and he was. dude. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I weighed about 190. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that really... That really uh, articulate, and I don't want to say that because he's black. You know, <laughs> he speaks so well. No, I don't. I'd never say that about him. <laughs> I'm just saying he has that really. I'm trying to describe his method of speaking. It's not the fact that he's always articulate. It's the fact that his words are carefully measured. He's heavily influenced by Carl Sagan too. He is. Carl Sagan was his hero. Yeah, and I guarantee he smokes weed. Oh yeah. I don't know that they did, but I know Carl Sagan was a weed guy. Yeah, uh, mushrooms and LSD. Guy. Yeah, I'm not into that. But, well, you, know. you can get into it. Mm. You can. Nah, not my It would be very beneficial to all of us if you go. <laughs> if you go I'm not that measure. bad. No, you're not that bad. I'm not saying you're bad. I'm just saying we could all be better. I'd love to. I, I haven't done it either. I just really want to. I just, it's not my I'm thing. Take a fucking handful of them and lose myself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, like like I, I like what he says about. You're allowed to believe whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You're, you're entitled to your own opinions, but not your own facts. That's a really great way of looking at it. That way, you don't have to argue. Like that's the way I've been trying to not argue but debate. Like I got in that debate with the vegetarians, and I they immediately shifted to attack mode when I said, "Of course it is." You know, I said that eating meat is good for you and valid. And I said, and they said, well, "Why don't you go out and?" I think their point was. You know, you're living off this. I said, yes, I don't have money. I, I can't. I don't have any skills. I'm not. I have no skills in the modern in in this area. Or I would kill it myself. You know, I. You wouldn't be very stealthy in the woods. I don't think. No, I'm too large and clumsy. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm extremely strong, but I'm just not. I'm. So in a tussle with I'm the, dwarvish. I'm like, if, you, if you could catch a deer, <laughs> yeah, I could probably kill it. You could catch. A deer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a yearling. You could definitely <laughs> yeah. fuck up a yearling. <laughs> I have no illusions about what would happen if I caught a buck deer with my hands. Oh no, I'm stab you in the dead. eye with fucking. Yeah. <laughs> with fucking dead. There's no human being that could kill a buck deer with his fucking bare hands. I don't care if you're Brock fucking Lesnar. You're not doing it. What about the mountain? No, it would have to be a captive deer, like in a very small. Small space human, just for him to catch human beings. People don't seem to get this. We are our strength is um, it's good, especially the people that like compete in strength sports is pretty remarkable. Um, but compared to other animals, we are extremely weak and that are fighting every yes. day to, to live. Yeah, like people, the 
the application, the 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 application, the vision of somebody actually trying to fight a chimp hand to hand is <laughs> horrifying, hilarious. There's nothing they could do. There is like, nothing you could do with them. If, even if you like Mackie here, he's a very subdued, idiotic dog. Yeah, if the dog decided to go crazy on you, he's he's probably forty pounds. Yeah, he'd probably be pretty hard to kill. Yeah, with your bare hands. Uh, let's try. <laughs> on a very special episode, yeah. we killed Dutch's dogs and discuss how we feel afterwards. We're no, sitting. We're here not bo- touching back. We're sitting here both smoking. Like, <laughs> that um, was great. <laughs> <laughs> we go down a dark rabbit hole where we just kill ever larger things on the show. We got an elephant. Uh, it might be a little bit over our head this week. It's a baby elephant, <laughs> but it's still nine thousand pounds. <laughs> how did the mama elephant get that out of her fucking snooch? <laughs> All that and more. <laughs> um, that's why I admire. Um, imagine a bobcat. Those things only weigh like twenty five pounds, and they will fucking. Imagine a off. fucking wolverine. That is a weasel the size of a fucking pit bull. <laughs> that's fucking terrifying. You know, I, badger. I, that's one a, of my favorite. I love. Let's get into that for a, a second. Beaver will break your leg. The, the, the weasel family is the strangest. You got Bobby Heenan. <laughs> He liked to be called the brain, but everybody called him Weasel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got. Uh, he rode backwards on a. Uh, you've got uh, Polly Shore. Yeah, the he weasel. Is the, the we, he is the, the weasel. weasel. Yeah, he yeah. was weasel the juice. Yeah, he, he, he was a. Uh, <laughs> he he was stony, crusty. He loved some nugs. Had a mop on top. Yeah, melon full of tweet. It'll never stop. <laughs> No, the the weasel family includes um, skunks, otters, wolverines, badgers, fishers, martins, uh, so many different other uh, ferrets. They're weasels. Otters are adorable. They are, but they're fucking terrifying. Like, we only see them with the cuteness. That a river otter is extremely, like a South American river otter is a wolf. That's all it fucking is that can go in the fucking water. That's what it is. <sighs> It's not a canid, of course, but canids and weasels and, and bears all share a common ancestry. Oh, my. So, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're called river wolves because they will attack you and they could probably kill you. And but but a wolverine, like especially has uh, they have the giant paws. They can run on they can run on snow. They are unafraid of bears, packs of wolves. They're unafraid. They have no fear like they're the like like the honey badger. Yes, exactly. That's a weasel too. Don't give a shit. Yeah, they're terrifying because they have no fear, and they they are. They wear no fear T-shirts, <laughs> and uh, Ed Hardy jeans. <laughs> oh, everything's whoa. bedazzled. Everything's got dragons and shit on it. They're really <laughs> not dragons. just yet. It's a pair of jeans, not a chandelier. You need to back up on the bedazzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the Deadpool segment of the show. There'll be one of those every week. There probably. has been for like the past month. There probably has been. Yeah. So quotable. Um, it's very funny. I just, I my mom was a biology teacher, so congratulations. I, uh, well, I grew up watching nature films, nature films that, by the way, my mother couldn't watch because she felt so bad for the prey animals. Did you watch Microcosmos? I haven't watched it yet. I hear I think, it's pretty fucking awesome. I think Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead does the soundtrack for it. I want to see the praying mantis up close and personal. They are fucking terrifying. That's a ter- that, those things kill snakes. Yeah. Yeah. And birds and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you that that's an odd, eerie thing when an animal from a lower form of life kills a higher form of life. Like that's, that's, say a snake kills, 
you know, when it kills a mammal, that's pretty scary, you know. Um, but when a insect kills a mammal, that's terrifying, you know, or a bird or something like that. And that happens all the time. I mean, insects are extremely adaptable. Uh, the most successful species on the planet are ants. I mean, they're they're everywhere. They can't, you know, they can live in virtually any climate. They overrun human settlements and and you know killer ants and that's not fiction that's real yeah the army ants when they march people got to get out of the way like in africa forget, places like I forget that what kind of ant it was but steve Vernella, he has a show called meat eater that uh he was he, he goes in weird places and hunts with like tribes and stuff mm -hmm. and uh like they uh wanted him to get stung by this the most painful ant in the world to get stung by apparently a uh, bull ant yes yeah and he said it's the worst goddamn thing he's ever found. Yeah, they're, they're ter because ants and wasps and bees are all interrelated. Wasps are like the link between bees and ants. And there are actually some wasps that are just flying bee, uh, flying ants. That's all they are. <laughs> and, you know, it's fascinating, like the way life branches out and the explosion that is evolution. You know, because if there's a niche and there's a limited space, a form of life will find a way, you know. It's like it's like Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park. Life uh, 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 finds a way, and he's that absolutely was spot right. on. <laughs> that was a spot on, Jeff Goldblum. No, he even stammered. No, it wasn't. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> um, but he's he's absolutely right in that. Is that life is chaos theory incarnate? It is. It's an explosion. It's like people try to argue against evolution. Why aren't there? You know, if 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 evolution goes this way, then why aren't these, all these dead? Because it doesn't work that way. It's it's, like the, and it's if humans evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? Yeah, that's just stupid. Dumb. You're fucking stupid. That's just flawed. That's just I don't understand how it works either. But I understand enough. To here's know. how it works: you take a limited area. It has to be almost a limited area because limited area and the the really the 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 formula to create evolution is um, is a small area with uh, limited breeding pairs. And not limited, but enough to build a stable pool and adversity. And what happens is, you know, life will find a way and it's an explosion and it will find a way in different ways. You know, that's the way it works. And that's why in valleys, they the evolution is proven because the Galapagos Islands, they're different uh, iguanas and turtles on, on different islands who have different limited areas with limited diversity with with diversity that's slightly different ha, are all from the same root species but they're all the same i mean but they're all different they have evolved different ways so you know yeah like fucking kangaroos yes like i read somewhere that those are uh, they're related to deer yeah because they look exactly like a deer except for like from the neck down well marsupials are a lower form of mammal life they are actually lower as in less Less evolved. That doesn't mean they're inferior. It just means they yeah. haven't evolved. Kangaroo will fuck you up if he wants to. Yeah. Have you ever seen like a big red kangaroo? They look like a fucking bodybuilder. They have it's a great big chest and it's arms. A Native American kangaroo. <laughs> 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 they're, they're terrifying, and and they know jujitsu. <laughs> they know they, a choke, lot of shit. they choke each other out. Oh, do they? Yes. <laughs> I haven't studied it that far. I've seen but then you have the living fossils. You've got two. There's only two of these animals in the world. They're called monotremes. There's only two monotremes in the world, the duck-billed platypus and the, and the spiny echidna. And they are the only mammals to lay eggs because they are a link between reptiles and mammals. That is so weird. Yeah, and they actually, they don't, 
instead of having they're not mammals because they don't have proper mammary glands they just have basically holes where the milk comes out and then they <laughs> just, and, and then they lap it up yes exactly and then awesome. they and then they're young lap it up and the fucking duck puppy the platypus is such an odd creature it's it looks like a dog and a duck it does and a it's beaver got and, a duck. and it's got a venomous spine in its fucking heel what is that <laughs> it's I mean, some fucking james bond shit <laughs> it's just it's like Fucking, it's like the Cobb salad of animals. They just took all the shit that they didn't use and threw it into one. There we go. I don't fucking know. But, you know, the reason it's there is that Australia broke off from Gondwana land. I think it was Gondwana land or Pangaea. And all the animals were isolated again uh, and evolved in different ways. And there were marsupial uh, carnivores. There was the marsupial wolf, the marsupial lion. Um, not related to the wolf or lion, you know, just weird, strange. You know, the age of mammals was a very fascinating period because you had these mega mammals because what happened was, like the dinosaurs, they started small and then they took advantage of space and unlimited resources. So they grew to take to take over those resources. So you had giant you know, you had dire wolves, you had giant bears, you had giant lions, you had cave bears, which are, you know, enormous. You had uh, the cave gorilla, basically, which is five times the size of a regular gorilla. You talk about a terrifying time in fucking <laughs> in human and humans were the, uh, were not there. But some of those animals held over till the end. Like they they were actually around when human beings, the mammoth, the the giant sloth, the uh, horse, the toad horses. They were here in the in uh North America, isn't it? Yeah, like the didn't horses is I, th- I thought I read somewhere that horses come from North America. I don't know that actually. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm, I'm I need to read up animal. on that because that's something. I mean, that was. I like dinosaurs, but once I found out the age of mega mammals and all these, there was giant hyenas we that, that looked like baby bears. From, we had the baby from dinosaurs on just a few yeah, weeks ago. Could have asked. Could have asked a couple questions yeah. there. We should have really delved into the science of it, but he was so annoying. I know he's drunk the entire time. Yeah, yeah. like you're a baby. The stubble is fucking weird. Still wearing the diaper. Still shit himself. Actively shitting himself yeah. while we're sitting. I mean, and really mean and menacing. What a, he he kept on looking at us with his big dumb eyes. Yeah, and shitting. And it was yeah. like, and it was like staring at me while he's shitting. Yeah, it's very aggressive. And then he threw it at you. I mean, it was, that we didn't catch that part on on, on the show. Yeah, that was after we quit rolling. Yeah, I mean, having sex with it was weird. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how I feel. I know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I come. Great. I come to everything, but <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, a, a fucking coyotes. Yeah, um, whenever there's like a significant drop in coyote population, the um, the bitches, the females, whenever they fuck and get pregnant, they'll have like twenty five percent more. Yeah, they'll automatically just because they know for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's why there's so many fucking coyotes. Yeah, you can go on a big coyote killing spree, and then. The, the chicks somehow know, eh, let's just fertilize 15 more eggs. Let's have a, a litter of 100 of these little bastards. Yeah. Well, probably not really 100. I'm being hyperbolic. 10. Yeah, probably 10, yeah. yeah. And they shit them out. That's why there's so many coyotes. Well, and also, they're extremely adaptable, and they are- Because they look like dogs. Rugged. I mean, they're fucking- They had- uh, <laughs> Dust just fell on <laughs> They had- um, They tracked a couple coyotes. One of them didn't have a lower jaw. So he would go up to a kill and scrape off food, and his tongue would lick it down his throat. Ugh. And he survived for years that way. They've had coyotes with, you know, missing legs. With, you know, one of them had his face basically in, co- in, in 
in taste in barbed wire, and he lived. They're just <laughs> they they're they're indomitable. Well, he must have ran into Cactus Jack. <laughs> Socko fucking grabbed, ripped that fucking bottom jaw off. Ripped his face in barbed wire and just went along his merry way. Have a nice day. (laughs) No, wolves are like, see, that's what kills me is that even people in the know who are supposed to know this shit don't know about it. Fucking wolves, man. Wolves are, they were thinking about reintroducing the wolf. And we've discussed this before, but it bears repeating because we need to, you know, we got to fill fill time. We got to fill this show up. You know what I mean? It's like, got to put some warm bodies in these seats. Yeah. Um, they were going to reintroduce the wolf to West Virginia. Well, then people had that superstitious dread. Well, then wolves would be killing our livestock and children. No, they won't. Like wolves, children. Definitely livestock. Well, but here's the thing about that. Wolves don't like to be around people. And they are opportunists, but they're not dumb. And they understand that sooner or later, culling off livestock, they're going to get fucked up. Yeah. So they don't caught. do it as often. Yeah, they'll get it. They'll understand soon. Plus, they're like, ah, there's this fucking barbed wire fence. I don't really want to work my way around. It. Or, you know, more humane ways of dealing with them as opposed to poisoning and helicopter shooting them. Get a, get a giant, do what they do in Italy, you know, in France, places like, well, the, where there used to be wolves. They would get a giant mastiff that was shaggy. It looked like a sheep, and they would put a spike collar around his neck. And raise him among sheep. He's still going to have the instincts of a dog, but he's going to think he's a fucking sheep. <laughs> so when the fucking wolf comes out of nowhere, they got a 200 pound fucking dog <laughs> with a spike collar on who can fight as well as any wolf. And wants to fight. And wants to fight. Are, are aggressive animals. And then the, you got that. But anyway, here in West Virginia, they were going to do that. So they said, well, we don't want the coyote. It can't really kill deer. So here's what we're going to do. We're <laughs> going to take- really kill deer. It can't absolutely. No, no, no. A, a little coy- coyotes. The coyotes we have here are not real coyotes. They are coy wolves. They took us. They took us. So they're smart and angry and unafraid of people. Yeah. And they're, uh, they'll, they'll make friends. Say you did have that big mastiff with the spike collar. Yes. It would make friends with that. Yes, it would. And then lure its way in there and they're like, hey, man. Go over there. I'm going to kill some of these sheep. Then you can come over. And that big dumb dog. Okay. Okay, boss. <laughs> it's a living cartoon. <laughs> Only with death. Only with real blood. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And the people in the know, in the in my opinion, the people in the natural, in the wildlife service should have understood that a wolf, while large and scary, they are scary, man. I mean, a wolf with a hitch with them yellow eyes, it's very unnerving, you know, but- I ain't bottle fighting no wolf. <laughs> but it <laughs> <laughs> was in it was in a show. We used to talk, <laughs> it was in a show called um, "Fucking You're the Worst." Yeah, and like these two dudes went out on like this uh, wilderness, or they actually got lost and ran out of gas and shit. And they they were hearing wolves howling. Mm-hmm. And like you hear that? Yeah, bunch of wolves. We need to get the fuck out of here. No, we just need to stay stay right here. We'll be fine. We got the fire. Like. I've seen the gray. I ain't bottle fighting no wolves. <laughs> I love people that pronounce wolf, wolf. Wolf. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Bunch of wolves. <laughs> uh, wolves. <laughs> but Sorry. they're, you know, but they are, they should have introduced them and how we wouldn't have. See, what what they're trying to do is they're trying to balance out how we fucked up. We've killed off all the large predators. Bears are not necessarily predators. They're more our opportunists. Bears aren't. Our bears is only no. They're they, not. They're they're not grizzlies. They're blueberries. They're like, yeah. They're they're we're go- I'm just pretty gonna, docile. Just leave me alone. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck with you. Really, I, I promise. They have no natural predators, but they also are the couch potato of bears. They're not a grizzly that's going to go out and kill a fucking deer or moose and drag it down and kill it. They just they do, but they just don't often. You know what I mean? They're I'm, I honestly. 
I think I read like um just guessing of things I've read and heard that I, th- I think black bears are pretty much just grazers. Yeah, they're, they're mm. not, and they'll fu- they'll kill you if they have to. They are docile and unaggressive. I mean, they're that's they actually in places where the uh, ranges overlap, grizzly bears kill and eat black bears. Yeah, well, all all uh, all bears are cannibals. Yeah, grizzly bears whenever they first wake up will kill and eat another grizzly bear. They, they go out and they try to find the babies. Yeah. Especially if if it's not their baby, because right. they want their fucking uh, bloodline to go. Bears are assholes. They're the worst. <laughs> I think black bears do that too. Yeah, not a hundred percent sure. I think that might be the only meat they eat is, is it's other bears. <laughs> yeah. so fucked up. Um, well, all animals, you know, are cannibal, driven to extreme circumstances. You know, I'd eat the fuck out of a human if I had to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love. That's my favorite one. Would you favorite. hunt a person? Have you ever seen the most dangerous game with ice tea? Ice tea? No. <laughs> it's Busey and ice tea. Yeah, yeah. I can do them. Do not separate. Disparage the good name <laughs> of Gary Busey. How dare you? <laughs> How doth thou there? Thou dare. <laughs> I'm Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> Utah. Utah. I'm going to hunt this black. Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to figure into the John Wick. Uh, Somehow. Yeah. We'd have to get him in there. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't in either of the first two. What are they thinking? <laughs> well, imagine I mean, if imagine he if died he sh- in Point Break. No, so. Imagine if he showed up in the second one. Just the, uh, our reaction in the theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's They're Gary Busey. It. They're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to abuse you the fuck out of this. <laughs> They're really going to do the thing that we've been talking about. <laughs> I fucking I would try to find out where when they came up with the idea and when the podcast Sons came of on. Like we got like, like wait, we motherfuckers. Got, we got like a whiteboard with <laughs> strings <laughs> trying to get spider web. Yeah. Um, where were we? Something about animals. Anyway, dogs are the best animal. I think. Yeah, probably like dogs and horses. Horses are pretty great. Yeah, like I, um, at my job, I have to walk through fields of horses and. Well, every one now, now and then, one of them will come up and nudge me. They're uh, they can be aggressive. Usually, it's when the owners are around. Yeah, but they'll nudge you, like yeah, because they want one of them wants petted. He wants yeah. to rub his big weird face. <laughs> but cows freak me out because I can't tell looking in the distance if I'm in a field. Yeah, if I'm looking in the distance, I can't tell if, it's if a there's bull a fucking bull in there yeah. or not. God. So, so terrifying. I keep I keep my head on a swivel, <laughs> like it would do any good. Yeah. You can't outrun a bull. No, can, it's just not going to happen. He can run about thirty miles an hour. No, I know. So. I'm not, hopefully, he just can't cut very well. And I can. Um, I don't know. Just dive at his knees. Yeah. I don't. What am I supposed to do? It's four thousand pounds, and it's coming at me at a and it's extremely angry, nearly light speed. Yeah. I'm wearing red. They can't see in color. I know that's, that's like the <laughs> yeah. it's that's, emotion. That's they for the audience, yeah. like the whole red thing. Yeah. for the audience. Uh, yeah, they see the motion. Like, yeah. I want to kill that. Well, I mean, they want to kill everything. They want to fuck or kill or kill then fuck. My luck, I would get both. <laughs> I would get fucked and then killed. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to explain that at a funeral. What happened? Uh, well. <laughs> Apparently he was checking a meter, and uh, John Bull came out and fucked him to death, and then Gordy. I, I, 
He died doing what he loves? I mean, it's a closed casket for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens to me, that's the only way I want a funeral. Because I don't want a funeral or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't even want an obituary. But if, if that happens, I want all of the obituaries. <laughs> I want... <laughs> I want everything. If I if I die in a fucked up way like that, and I want somebody to give a speech, I want there to be alcohol. Dutch love cows. Uh, not they, apparently, he, didn't, he didn't want to be loved by cows. Not in that way. Uh, but you know, fuck them right to death. Fuck them into apparently the apparently his asshole tore like uh, tore like toilet paper. You know, humans aren't meant to be fucked by cows, especially in the ass. The infamous Mr. Hands video. Oh, oh yeah. God, it's so fucking weird. Well, imagine imagine trying to get a cow to fuck a dude. Like that's an even bigger angle. Like he'd probably gore him with his with his uh, horn first. Yeah, just to loosen him up. Well, so not up the ass. Get his big cow dick in. <laughs> big fat cow dick. His big angry cow dick. You know the, <laughs> their dicks have horns too. <laughs> you no, giving me like wait a minute. No, they don't. I was like ah, mm, he's being facetious. <laughs> Anyway, about an hour ago, we were talking about the Terrier song. <laughs> Isn't he great? I think this is the song. No, he's just not. I don't like him. Terrier. What? Bruce McCall. Sorry. Sorry. What's wrong with him? He's just not my type of dog. He's just not terrible. Visual aid. He's, she's holding a English Bulldog. Terriers are my very favorite breed. <laughs> Easy dogs to feed. Name the band. The band that did the music for Shadowy Man on a Shadowy Planet. I think it's Shadowy Man from a Shadowy Planet, but I'll give you credit for that. That's true. Napoleon had a show. It's the funniest part. No one wants to die. Like this guy died. Die, 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 die. die. Worms eating your eyes. Bay Solo. (laughs) It's so dumb. I love it. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Look at the chicks. Uh, Excuse me, ladies. You're scantily clad and have nothing Nothing to do with the narrative. narrative. Therefore, it's sexist. Sorry. Sorry. 80s hot girls with flat asses. <laughs> you know those like square asses. Yeah, kind of not flat, but not cutting, board. but not the had a job. The ghetto so, booty you know that we morning, appreciate now. That's really great. Watch TV, eat fuck. corn chips, and masturbate. <laughs> but when those days happen, what you should do is start thinking about my friends, my little furry waterproof Wait, pal. Here comes the friends. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You had me up until the French. You want to do favorite things? Yeah, let's do it. Do the terrier dance. 
Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens, bright copper pants and warm woolen mittens. Somebody wants some. Okay, that's enough of that. Favorite things. What have you done this week? What's your favorite things? What's your favorite stuff? What's your favorite things to do? Uh, watch Doctor Strange. How do you like it? Did you like it? Was it eh, good? Be honest. It's pretty good. I mean, average is C. It's above average. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It wasn't, uh, I wasn't wild like when I watched Captain America. Captain America was just great. I mean, I'm measuring it not by the ensemble pieces, but by the separate pieces. Okay, because the ensembles are pretty great, too. Yeah, they are. Um, Marvel, again, has a formula. Uh, sometimes it really works. Captain America, Hulk. Um, Those Hulk movies are pretty great. The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton is amazing. It's great. I like the other Hulk, though, with Eric Bana. I don't um, remember. I, th- I think I saw it. It was like from 2002 or threes, right? Yeah, it was. Digital graphics were very young then, but it was still really good. Ang Lee directed it uh, um, of Brokeback Mountain Hall of Fame. Oh, God. That scene. Spit in his hand. Spits in his hand and rubs it on his on the old Jake Gyllenhaal's shit shooter. Yeah. <laughs> and then with almost no trouble, crams his dick in there. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's just. It doesn't work that mm. way. Spit is not a very good loop. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the sheer I'm just I'm being th- fucked in the ass. <laughs> I'm just thinking of... the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the uh, the Marvel separate movies. Um, Iron Man is great. Like Iron Man 1 and 2. Yeah, they're all, they're all fun. really good. Uh, all the Captain America movies are good. Um, There's been three of them, huh? The Thor movies, I like a lot. The first one, I was a big fan of because Kenneth Branagh directed it, and it didn't take itself too seriously. That was really great. I like the Thor. I think the new the new one's going to be good as well from what I've Yeah, the Hulk's heard. And it's seen. called uh, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. which is Ragnarok, for those of you who don't know, is the uh, Norse gods Armageddon. Like, all the gods fight amongst each other. Uh, amongst the, all the universes fight each other, and the gods die at the end. So It's going to be great. That's not the way it's going to end for this. Probably not. Odin will probably die. Like Anthony Hopkins will, no. will die. I mean, that's going to happen. But who am I supposed to praise? <laughs> Valhalla. <laughs> like Patton Oswalt getting on the plane. Uh, this isn't supposed to happen. Um, we're going to go up in this giant tube and go flying, hurling through the air. And uh, let's uh, do this spitting God's eye for two and a half hours. Anybody want to get off? I would. <laughs> oh, a bunch of Vikings on here. Valhalla, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Like, yeah. We're not supposed to do that. What do people bitch about planes? I'm just like, it's a it's miracle. It's amazing. <laughs> we're fucking flying. <laughs> it's Anytime anybody bitches about anything, it's like, I guess problems are all relative. Well, the space plane, it's a crime. The space plane is not up yet. I mean, they, they've got it. It works. They've done it. So, like to go to space in an airplane? No. The space plane to cut down on travel time uses the curve of the earth. It goes up and it curves around and cuts back down. But the earth is flat. Well, you know, and the sun revolves around us, so we got to go around the sun, you know. Yeah. I can't even ingest do that. That is the dumbest <laughs> fucking shit. The fact that a basketball player said it, so the fact that no, and BOB said it too, and I really BOB. I really like his music. Let's do a BOB song. Let's, who's BOB? He is, he is a, a is rapper. He a rapper? Yes, he is. He does the hip hop, hippie to the hippie, 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 hippie hop, and you don't stop a rock into the bang, sit the boogie, sit up, jump to the boogie, to the rhythm, to the boogie beat. He what you hear is not a test. He did a song with Rivers Cuomo. Called, oh, really? Called Magic, and it's really great. BOB. What is, is 
for some reason, I'm, I've heard of him, but I've never heard his stuff. Okay, let's hope there's not a commercial. Now, and there, and there isn't. Bob, and I approve this message. I got the magic in me. What's not to love already? Every time I'm pretty excited, track, yeah. It turns into gold. Everybody knows I got the magic in me. Is this the guy that got in an argument with Neil deGrasse Tyson's yes, it is. nephew? And yes. his nephew put out a, a track yes. talking about science. Okay, it's like to the tune of Do You Believe in Magic? Yes. Giant bowl of fruity pebbles in the sink. I'm into it. Even though the sink is gross. So much fun. It's very fun. Yeah. I, like it. <laughs> I remember when it came out. I was just like, this is amazing. I mean, actually, that's getting a purchase today. So. Big old plate of scrambled eggs. Yeah. How do you like your eggs? You scrambled? Scrambled with, uh... Combination cheese. Ricotta cheese. Ricotta cheese. Adds an extra 20 grams of protein per serving. Yeah. Ricotta cheese. I never thought about putting ricotta cheese on eggs. Oh, it makes them creamy. It's delicious. Huh. Do you, like, mix them in while they're cooking? Or? No, you do it after. Just yeah. scoop it on top, and it melts into it. It's so good. It, the only time I've ever had... Big glass of milk. The only time I've ever had ricotta is when it's either in lasagna or uh, manicotti. Yeah. Well, Which is a great time for that. It is. It is. I like uh, this song. Yeah, it's so good. Isn't it? Glad you played this. Look at Rivers. You know, he's got one leg longer than the other. Does he really? He used to, and then he had a surgery for it. Solid. He's he's a nerd. Yeah. Like he's 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 a real fucking deal, man. I like his rapping style too. Kind of stuttered. Got a, like a not stuttered. But this is a hard driver. You know how we're talking about hard driving songs? Yeah, it's got that. Okay, that's fun. I just I love it. That was great. Yeah, I like it a lot. One day I might listen to that on purpose. Uh, I don't know why this came up, but uh, the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. Have you ever heard them? Well, let's hear them. Okay. Of course I've heard them, but let's hear them. Maybe this, this is, is Hello from Venus by the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies. Starts out nice. I like that. Kind of a longer song, about six minutes, but kicks in pretty soon. Some nice uh, flanger effect on that guitar. I think uh, this song, this album's called Magnolia. I do think they're from North Carolina. I think they are too. Uh, they're big down there. Them and Sister Hazel is huge. Sister, hard to say what it is. Love that fucking song. It's great. What's not to love? You know. And they got a similar. I don't know if North Carolina breeds this kind of music that's almost like gospel without being gospel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that too. Very 90s with the wah, 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 wah. Oh yeah The guy's got a great voice He is a gospel singer now He like I mean the Screaming Cheetah Willies were Achieved a modicum of success But not anything huge um, But the guy can really belt it out Like he's got a great range uh, well, well worth your time. I'm going to play you something. I got into a hole last week. Okay. And uh, I found this. I mean, I've, I've, I've known about this for a long time. Okay. But the Jayhawks. And they have a song called Blue. All right. You're going to love it. You're going to. Oh, oh, oh. oh. 
O'Reilly. Did they get that song? Oh, yeah, they did this song, dude. Oh, parts. Pretty great. Now they did this song. You're going to enjoy this. It's called J. Jayhawks? They're, they're the Jayhawks. Jayhawks. And it's called Blue. I think they're from Kansas. Could be. They got two singers that sing simultaneously in unison. This is very 90s. Hold on. Turn around, maybe one day. Oh, they the harmony there. I'm into it. I like it. This is a great song. I like this. It's almost a. Uh, it's very 90s. Well, it's a alt country. They're like the godfathers of alt country. Oh, are they? Them and um, drive by truckers. Drive by truckers. Wilco. Uh, before Wilco, same guys in the band. Uh, well, a few of the same guys. Uh, fucking, I can't think of their fucking name now. Susan Tedeschi and yeah, they're blues alt country. They're in town. Oh, they're at the mountain stage, right? Yeah. I bet you we could get a seat. I'm trying to think. I can't go. I'm on call. I know. I'm just Uh, saying that. um, Trying to think of the name of the band that fucking Will, that Jeff Tweedy from Wilco was in. Can't think of it off the top. Modest Mouse. No, it's not Modest Mouse. (laughs) But they they came out in like the '90s and they were real country-ish type rock thing. So the replacements? No, not the replacements. The refreshments. Not the refreshments, but I like that name. I'm not even sure if it's the name of a real band. They did the uh, opening title to King of the Hill. Yes, they did. I can't think of the guy's name. It's going to bother me so bad. <laughs> Edwin had, McCain. They had an album called No Depression. I'll look that up. Uncle Tupelo. Okay, yeah. <sighs> See, they have this great fucking bridge right here. I want you to hear, after we're done with this, this is awesome. I want you to hear the tin pipe in Flogging Molly's Devil's Dance Floor. Somebody covered this song. Uh, remember the, uh, fucking Sean Mullins? She lived on, on a curve in the road in a dark night. But then it got to the, everything's got rockabye. Yeah, I like that song. I liked it when it came out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 20 years old. Um, But he had a band that I can't think of the name of the band that he was in. I'm going to look it up. You do your thing. Okay, because I, I want to hear their version of this song. Here is Devil's Dance Floor, starting with the tin pipe. Nice upbeat. Oh, my God. you don't get much more Irish. There's potatoes growing in here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till it kicks in. Irish punk is so fucking awesome. It is the funnest music. Because Irish music is suited for punk. When the began to speak as she stood right in front of me. Color of her eyes were the color of insanity. Crushed beneath her wave like a ship I could not reach the shore. We're all just dancers on the devil's dance floor. We'll swing a little more, a little more, and then we go. Swing a little more. 
fucking great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is pretty fucking Flog great. Flogging Molly and uh, the Dropkick Murphys do not sound anything alike. Not really? No. They, they have the same... Well, they, it's it's a time it's a time signature that's Irish music. It's, well, I mean, it's it's <laughs> almost like a gallop. Yeah, they uh, they speed it up a little yeah. bit. A furry one, hey. And Great. This is pretty fun. Great. Yeah, I love it. I like it already. What is this? Is she good? Oh! The stars. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> I thought it was something new. I was Listen. Like, no, it's good. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. You have such a pretty voice. Big parties. Everyone was there. All the vocal fry. Yeah. I hung out with folks like Dennis Hopper and Bob Seger and Sonny and Cher. Uh. <laughs> she feels safe now in this bar on Fairfax. Imagine how close you had to get to the mic to sing this. And yeah. On the stage and yeah, the yeah. She, she can't let go. go. She, she can't, can't relax. Go. Right there. He's right on the on the muff. She hangs her head. See him and uh, Edwin McCain are interchangeable. Not really. Edwin McCain didn't do a lot of talking in his song. Well, no, I'm just saying they're the vibe. You know. Was... And this, this comes out of this guy's fucking face after all that talking. And it's got that quintessential '90s ding 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 ding. ding, ding. Everybody wanted to be metal, but they didn't want to be scary. You can blame this on Nirvana. Yeah, like the whole chicka ding ding. Yeah, all that shit. I guarantee you, whenever they were making that song, the producer was like, "Hey, if you really want this to be a hit, you have to have a chicka ding ding in there." <laughs> In every chorus, you want to ding 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 ding. We need to record an album and just call it Chicka Ding Ding. <laughs> that's that's what you want, man. That's what you want. And I'm trying to find because he was in a band with uh, Matthew Sweet and Pete Droge that covered that song that I just played for you. And I really I can't think of the name of it. I'm going to see if I can. Anyway, you find something else. Well, as I was mentioning, uh, a set of pipes on her, uh, Susan Tedeschi. She is in town, uh, not today, but on the 30th, I believe. The 30th, not of February, because there's not that many days. Right. Groovy, huh? She well, does a lot of fun. She gets down. Gonna start belting out of here in a second. You can't change, Real good looking girl, too. Married to um, the guitar player of Drive By Truckers. Of uh, it's her, she, he tours with her now. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in Drive By Truckers, he was in Almond Brothers and Government Mule. Oh, not Warren Haynes. But he's tall and blonde. Uh, Play slide. I think he's lefty. Yeah. Sure, though. Can't think of his name. I've had one of my really. He's young though. Isn't he? Guitar player. He's, he's he must be an older cat. No, he just. 
in the last 15 years. Oh, okay. He's become, he's just a guitar prodigy, dude. See, she's great, and they remind me, she reminds me of this group, which is uh, Lake Street Dive, which Stephen Colbert is a huge fan of. That's great. I like all the things Stephen Colbert well, likes. I'm just saying. By proxy. No, I'm just Suck saying. Fuck Stephen Colbert. Like, I give a fuck what he thinks. Fuck me, right? <laughs> this girl actually has a better set of pipes than Susan Dudashi does. I like Stephen Colbert. I just don't like that he ha- he felt like he needed to insert himself when Pearl Jam was on his show and start singing a song with him. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> How about letting Pearl Jam sing the song? Sounds like he's playing with Telly. Yeah. Or she. Telecaster. I have two Telecasters. You have a Surfcaster. What's the difference? Surfcaster's hollow body, right? I don't even know what a Surfcaster is. There's time changes on this song. It's a very interesting song. I like it a lot. See, this is just Look it this uh, reminds me of gospel or it's what it soul. Is. I mean, it's soul, soul music. Soul music is just gospel. It's soul music sung by white people. Blue-eyed soul. Yeah, blue-eyed soul. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, that's what this is. I mean, it's not a genre. But that's that's what, not a genre. Blue-eyed soul. Yeah, I mean, it's just soul. Like, if you want to be segregationist and uh, just call no. it white people, ah, fuck <laughs> but it. But that's like what they use, use to describe it. Whenever like uh, a white guy can sing. Soul like a black guy, and they're like, oh, blue eyed soul, and everybody's like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, uh, this is Sean Mullins doing in his band doing his version of the blue song that Where I played. It sounds exactly the same. They I don't, no, I don't, I don't, I think there's three of them singing now. Turn around, maybe one it's not as fast day. either. You're all that was there. By on the I don't like it. Good. I, just, I remember because my buddy Matt Kaiser had this album, and we listened to it a lot. Because they're like a, uh, it was Sean Mullins, Matthew Sweet, and Pete Droge. Let's get into Matthew Sweet. Let's fucking dive right into him. him. We're digging it. where the taters are. <laughs> damn it! You can never say your own catchphrase. <laughs> I'm like Peter. Damn it! <laughs> Matthew I'm going to play you my favorite uh, Matthew Sweet song. You play Matthew Sweet, I'll find some Duncan Sheik. No, you know what? I will find some Duncan Sheik. This, I was going to laugh. This is a deep cut, actually. It was not... Uh, of course, everybody her girlfriend, because it had anime on the video, and everybody went crazy for I it. I really don't remember it. But, but here is my favorite Matthew Sweet song, after this ad. <laughs> so blue. What? Ten. Nine. Jesus, it's a eight, long ad, huh? Seven. You really got to get that money out. Three, two, one. All his videos had anime in it because the first video was there. Which I'm I'm down with that. I love anime. Nerd. Yeah. I when you said to me. Sounds like TJ Miller singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of looks like TJ. Yeah, he does. Did I? This was on the uh, Girlfriend album, which had the wonderful cover with Tuesday Weld, who was gorgeous. Um, I love the groove.
this was a hit, right? Or was Girlfriend a hit? Girlfriend was a hit. This one was a silver. You know, if it was a good follow-up. Yeah, yeah. It, it failed to capture the... Uh, Which is, this is a better song. Probably, yeah. I love this album. He's listening to it all the time. Um... Because once I decided I didn't want to be a metalhead anymore, <laughs> I tried to branch out and listen to everything I could get my hands on. And that's when I started getting to hip hop. I bet you'd have been called a big giant pussy for listening to this. I was. Good music, music, man. I can't like what I like. Yeah, that was. I, I mean, that was the thing. That's why I eventually broke out of that. I was just like, because I was like, there's, wait a second, there's good shit everywhere. I was, I was like, wait a second, you're trying to tell me that I have to listen to what you tell me to listen to. You know, that's what we're rebelling against, isn't it? <laughs> you know, rebellion for, you know. Yeah. And I liked a lot of metal. Don't get me wrong, man. I was a huge Megadeth fan, a big Pantera fan. Um, you know, Pantera was my favorite band at one point. But then it just got to be, I think what broke it, ironically, was Rage Against the Machine and Tool. Because they were different, man. I mean, they were both rock, you know, and Tool was arguably a metal group. But. They were really a metal group. They were scientists. They were prog rock. <laughs> they were they were scientists with uh, scientists with instruments. instruments. Yeah, they were extru- they were like scary intelligent. Would you say that you opened up your eyes? Is that some tonic? That's some motherfucking tonic up in here <laughs> here on WPFR. <laughs> it's a great song. Fucking tonic rules. Um, well, I'll go you tonic for tonic. Ooh, I'll see you. I see I'll your see tonic. your tonic with another tonic. I love this show. We're not doing a PFR episode anymore, essentially. We're just doing we're, fun employment. You were doing fun employment. We haven't done one in a while. We need to meander. Yeah. We've got time. They had really great riffs. Yeah, they had. What I liked about them is they had big, powerful riffs that were almost like. But melodic. But like alternative heavy rock, like Pearl Jam ish or whoever. Yeah. But they were very. Melodic and sweet, even. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I I love this song. Um, I love the chunk, the and they're on roller let's skates. Go watch, let's go watch uh, American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> they're on roller skates and tuxedos. Yeah, well, tuxedo t-shirts. Yeah, because they want to party. <laughs> they also want to be formal. I love my Jesus <laughs> in a tuxedo t-shirt. Okay, there's What's that. Your tonic? All right, you ready? I'm fading it in. Yeah. See, I almost played this one first. I like when he does the fail here in a minute. That's fucking great. 90s rock fucking rules. Reminds me of going down to uh, Huntington had a, a rock club called the Drop Shop. Yeah, there's now a dance club. And it was fucking great. I, I felt so cool. You know, that's the the best thing about being young with this kind of stuff. I felt so cool. Because I went into a rock club. I listened to rock music. I was hanging out with all my friends. You know what I mean? And I was younger than everybody. And, and I was just like, I could go back and tell my friends. I went down to the drop shop. That's one of the things you can yeah. name drop. <laughs> the know. monkey barrel. Yeah. The, the monkey. The stoned monkey. The stoned monkey. Yeah, the stoned monkey. We hung out there a lot. I went there a few times. I got shit hammered in that fucking place. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> fucking shit hammered. Like, stupid drunk. You know? It was, I was, I think I was 19 when we went there. It wasn't a person checking IDs around. No. It, they were extremely permissive. They were, here you go. <laughs> um, I see your, uh, 
your tonic. Oh, we're doing. What, what, let's and do our '90s you. off. Gin blossoms. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> Try to beat Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms. One of my favorite songs of all time. And the way he sings. I could just crash you tonight. You can see I'm no sheep for driving. Anyway, I've got no place. Tell me when, because I'm, I'm getting ready to see you with something. You gotta get through the chorus here. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. course. Yeah. I've listened to the whole damn song, you know. Love this song so much. I like this one and uh, Hey Jealousy. This is Hey Jealousy. Okay. What's F- the other one? Found Out About You. Found Out About You. I love that song. Till I hear it from you. Hey Jealousy. Follow You Down. They had a lot of hits. They did. They get unfairly pigeonholed as a one hit wonder. Yeah, none of them were as big as this, I think. They're pretty consistent for quite yeah. a few years. I wish we had a time machine. I'd just go back to the uh, Oh, this is one of my favorite lyrics, too. This one right here. All right, your turn. Okay, here we go. A little bit more of a... More of a hard grinder here. I'm going to try to guess Make Sponge mind. So help me Jesus I, I'm trying to think of the, the name of the band The name of the album is called Rubberneck Around the lake tonight Around I love this tonight by my side. They're playing in like a A little club And the fucking walls are shaking Everybody's jumping up and down It is Who's the toadies? Awesome oh, kingdom. the toadies. I'm not gonna lie. Had a chick bass player. Really had some chops. I like bands with chick bass players. Darcy. Yeah, they're a, the original lineup of the Pumpkins is getting back together. I'll show you It's gonna be garbage, but you think it's gonna be garbage? I don't think that everybody's now tame and. Well, being tame is fine. I just don't think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to disparage the good name of Billy Corgan. Let me see if I can find one here. Great song. Yeah, it is. Only hit the head. They were a legit one one hit wonder. See if you recognize these motherfuckers. You I know who this is. Give me a second. Our Lady Peace. Ding ding. <laughs> they had a very interesting drummer. They had a very interesting everything. I, yeah. I remember I had this album. Is this Superman? Superman's dead. I remember 
people tell me that they were just ripping off the pumpkins, but I don't think they really sell the pumpkins. Not true. Not true at all. My God, he looks like T.J. Miller. Look at that picture. <laughs> I think that is T.J. Miller. <laughs> I got you. I got one for you. Here in a second. I could go down a, a hole with We could do an LADP. entire show just on 90s rock. LADP had some good shit, and then they, they had some good stuff in the... Uh, they just fucking disappeared. In the early aughts. Yes, they had some pretty good stuff. They had an album called Happiness Is Not A Fish That You Can Catch. Here is a great one. It's The Rock. No, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. We spotted the ocean. Okay, now we're getting into. This is um. Walk on the water. I'm Walk trying to think ocean. of the name the, the band. So far Had a, a few hits. A few hits. Uh, told me like the name of the lead singer's first name is Stuart. Um, they're fucking great. They were a great group. Dishwalla? No, it's not Dishwalla. Close. That's counting very close. Uh, I can't think of it. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yes, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Toad had some great songs. Yeah. They look like 90s guys. Like, like really like 90s guys. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's in North Carolina or South Carolina. I think they're from there, too. There was a huge Carolina boom with music. Half an hour later. That dude's got some pipes on him, yeah, too. Yeah, he does. And they were, I remember this song used to be a, a angsty, make me cry type song. Because I held a candle for this girl for years, and I always thought her when I thought of this song. Aww, she's actually my friend. Now on, we're digging where the taters are. <laughs> she's actually my friend on Facebook now. Uh, her name was. Um, that's terrible. That I can't. Britney Spears. No, it was uh, Chrissy Yurk. Was her name? Big blonde giantess from Pennsylvania. I mean, <laughs> she was like six feet tall. Gorgeous. Field hockey player. All right, see if you recognize this. Okay. Super drag. Fuck yeah, it's super drag. <laughs> I love this song too. <laughs> I pull this one out every every time we do a '90s off after fights. I love '90s off. That's what, <laughs> we're basically that's doing that a right favorite. Now. We're in we're in favorite things right now. Yeah. that's a favorite. Doing thing. '90s off. This is such a great. I gotta tell you, this is very Beatles esque. It dude. is. One Matt Shelton always brings his game. Oh, he does. Matt Shelton. Who? Matt, 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 Matt. Shelton. Matt Shelton. Shelton. Matt Shelton. Matt Shelton. Matt Shellfish. Matt Shelton. Matt Shelton. Hey man, watch your mouth. I'm just talking about Matt Shelton. Anyway, Super Drag rocked ass. This is the only song I know from them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure the rest of them are great too. Um, now I'm thinking of nineties. Well, here's one of my. They're not. They're they're not classified as a nineties group, but this is one of my favorite songs of the nineties. Hold on, let me see here. Oops, I don't even know if this will fit, but I I, I love it. So, uh, wait a second. Sorry, I'm trying to think of one to bring up after uh, after yours. Here we go. No. You know who this is. Can't, I have no clue. You're kidding. I have no idea who this could possibly be. Wait, wait a minute. Is this uh, Audio Slave? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Soloist. I'm a solo. This is actually what started, ironically. 
my love of old school hip hop and me branching out into different shit. Because I was like, wait a second, this is not necessarily, this isn't metal. You know, it was a very awesome time. Like, because I really started to step outside and experience different things. You know, it was cool. We were shit. talking about scientists with instruments, fucking uh, Tom Morello. Well, just a scientist the, about essen- the instrument. Essentially an electrical engineer yes. modding his pedals to do the shit that he wanted. Like, he'd make them sound like record scratching. Yeah, it was... He, he has... I mean, they were on a... On a this, actually, this song was actually not a bit very big hit. But it started them to the path where they started to get a lot of They'd hits. probably get a lot of play on 120 minutes. And it did, originally. Like, they were like... Then it got, then it got on Alternative Nation. Because yeah. they started to attract a lot. 120 of minutes, of course, had Varys Targaryen as the host. <laughs> this is Matt Pinfield. I'm here on. <laughs> I know everything there is to know about every type of. It was he uncanny. He it was, was amazing. It was. I loved him, dude. Like, whatever happened to Matt Pinfield? He, he's probably just hosting a radio show somewhere. I probably hope he does a, one on Sirius, Sirius yeah. or something where he can just play his yeah. what he wants to play because you know he has interesting tastes. Oh, absolutely. Check, check this, but Chickity, check this. <laughs> so good It's a great <laughs> What a jingle This is good by Sugar Better than Ezra Better than Ezra <laughs> One of my favorite Norm jokes You know this is the same Chord progression as uh, Almost every song <laughs> Yeah But the, no this is Today's the great Today Today's the greatest day of it. I got a good one for you. But my, one of my favorite uh, Norm jokes. This year, the top college rock band was better than Ezra. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Ezra. Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Gotta love Norm. For some reason, I've, I've only seen that once. And it just stuck with me as one of the funniest <laughs> yeah. things I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. We got to get to the chorus here. There it is. I don't like. I don't. I don't know if you'll be able to guess this one. You go ahead. Now we're trying to stump each other. You do your thing, girl. This is wind sounds through a mic that has a. Uh, it's actually steam. A smaller than average. I like it because it's got the acoustic and the electric one at the same time, so I'm automatically drawn to it. This is Duncan Sheep. Yes, okay. I was going to play this earlier. <laughs> That's so 90s. Oh, this is the most 90s. <laughs> I remember I asked one of my friends, Chris Stockwell, we were, we were drunk, and uh, everybody was drunk. Yeah. It was it's a great time. It was 1998. We were, I was in a band, and like we were all just hanging out, smoking weed, high-fiving all the time for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and we we were like getting into the discussion about who our favorite vocalists were, and like um, I'm like Eddie Vedder, all the Beatles, mm-hmm. even fucking Ringo, um, and everybody's like saying theirs. And one of my friends, Chris Sockwell, goes, "Duncan Sheik." <laughs> it's a group. <laughs> that's a, that's one guy. It's, Duncan Sheik is a guy. Duncan Sheik is a guy. That's a human I being. The group. I think it's. I think that's just his name. Hmm. And I don't even think he's that good of a vocalist. But this is a great, it's a great song. song. Yeah. Ooh, for another day. I got one for you here. Okay. You'll be able to guess it. I don't right care for phoning this in. This is fun. This I is like the phoning it in. Phoning in is what? Yeah. Seven Mary Three. All of he's got his treble turned so far up on that <laughs> telly. 
<laughs> He's got the bass turned all the way down. That's oh, not even a telly, it's a fucking Les Paul. Every band I've ever, well, not every, but all my bands in the early days, we all played this song. Oh, God, I love this song so much. It's a great song. Even though it took me maybe a year after it came out to understand what the word cumbersome meant. Yeah, because it came up in English class. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I got a good one. Gotta slow it down, though. I want to play another, um, oh, another, um, <laughs> another Seven Mary Three song because it's so fucking good and it was one of my favorite songs to sing. But you go ahead. Okay. Slowing it down some. Oh, hell yeah. The, the verb pipe. pipe. God damn it. I was, Why fucking roll, dude? I, I, I pulled this pull this one out all the time when we're doing 90s offs. Yeah. And that's usually when Shelton leaves. like, okay, that's enough. Because <laughs> everybody gets all sullen. Yeah, they do. Oh, man. Start thinking about her high school girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> A band I was in played this song, too. It's a great song. It was before we wrote songs. Like, if we're, you, you should every, every band originally is a cover band. Yeah, we, you know, we tried. I, I, my, I couldn't do it then because I didn't play. I just sang. Yeah. And it was hard to write lyrics. Was it hard for you to bridge the gap between being a jock and being in a band? Uh, no. No. I won't be held responsible. I don't know why it wasn't, but I, like, I was, I had like. Like the different groups of friends, like, mm-hmm. but I was able to meld them all together. That's a so it didn't, that's a rare talent. I mean, it's they're. I mean, I I wanted to be in bands. I tried. I just I'm not inclined. I can't play. I mean, I just try to be a drummer. Not coordinated enough. You know, it's just how long did you try? Not very long. I was gonna say, did you really try? Because coordination takes time. If you can play video games, you can play drums. Well, I'm. That's odd. Like, and you can play video games. I'm pretty good at that. Nobody plays video games better than you. <laughs> Nobody is a better video game player. I was good. Um, I was good at virtually every sport I picked up. Uh, the only sport I wasn't good at was baseball. <laughs> I was, thought you were going to say high lie. Like, what? you tried high lie? Yeah, I got my face smashed. <laughs> Isn't that the one where they had the scoop and they yeah, chuck it a thousand miles? Yeah, down? it's fucking dangerous as shit. <laughs> I think only Indians play that one. Is that the is that an Indian sport? It's a South American sport. South America. Okay, mm-hmm. they can Brazilian. They can keep it. Cricketers. Yeah. She fell in love in the first. So that's a, and that's the most nineties looking guy ever. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's all the nineties. He's nineties personified. All right, check this and okay. Yo, yo, peep this. I'm I'm down. Let's get this. This song just gets right into it too. My my stomach hurts again I like that. Oh, God damn it. That's what can I tie? Toss it to a door. And then they also had that's that's pretty much all that song. They had this song called The Water's Edge. Which I is, remember I love this was my favorite song we, by then. We did this song too <laughs> in my band called Area 51 because aliens were cool then. But it was about a uh, a murder or something and they were left by the river. And we played a benefit for a girl, and I still remember her name. Who was murdered in Clay County and left by the river? And I played this song. We played this song because it was part of our set. We knew eleven songs. Did you have to get escorted out by the police? No, they thought. Did you guys write that about what happened? Oh. It was so beautiful. I was like, no, we didn't write it. But 
Whew. <laughs> like we just completely were like, oh, we didn't really think about it. We have 11 songs. We have enough time to play 11 songs. We're going to play all of our songs. <laughs> we also played a live by Pearl Jam. <laughs> Neat. This song takes forever to get into. Yeah, I did. This, <laughs> this was uh, one of my favorite songs. I had somebody had the fucking. Uh, well, I'm going to play the greatest on East Band of all that is Last Man Standing. Besides Pearl Jam. Ready? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Discussed Mr. Cuomo earlier with the B.O.B. song. This is on the Blue Album, as you well know. One of the greatest rock albums ever fucking recorded. Certainly one of the best albums of the 90s. Yeah. I think, this Rick, is, they are, I think they are music. my favorite group. I mean, they're, there's so much to them. Um, I'm not into metal anymore. Uh, I like different genres. I love punk. Um, they mix a little bit of punk, a little bit of pop, a little bit of... I've told you how he writes songs, right? Yeah. He he uh, takes Beatles songs, Nirvana, Green Day, and he like listens to their songs that he really likes and sort of deconstructs them and, and builds them back them. up yeah. and makes a Weezer song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And there's nothing wrong it. with that. This this song right here. I I like this song, but my favorite song by them on this album is "In the Garage." Great song. That's oh, dude. That's kind of a deep cut too. It didn't. Uh, it wasn't a hit. I think my favorite song by them is "My Name Is Jonas." I love that. Song. I told you my friend Jet Bells. He's a his son's name is Jonas, and then I just want him to walk around behind it, like whenever his son's old enough to introduce himself, just walk around behind him pulling an, pulling a, an amp. <laughs> At any time. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> My name is <laughs> My name is oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> Do you think our kids or you know my daughter loves uh, she she loves the BC boys. She doesn't love them yet, but she's on the cusp. Like everything she's entertaining the idea of yeah, loving Beastie Boys despite you. In spite, not not too spite, de- de- despite, despite despite my despite love, despite because yeah. nobody wants to like the same music as their kids. I rejected Neil Young for quite a while. Your parents were into Neil Young, yeah. My dad loves Neil Young, yeah. Loved, rest in peace, Dad. You dead motherfucker, um, <laughs> dead ass motherfucker. <laughs> Look at you being all dead. <laughs> I go to his grave and I roast him every day. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> Who doesn't throw fast enough now <laughs> <laughs> My favorite that's a, that's a Game of Thrones quote uh, You've seen the, the show You know that one guy they're always hanging out with He's not He's actually still alive And he's the Lord Commander now His name's Ed Ed Dolores Ed Tollett is his name And he's and in the book he has one of the greatest quotes We're talking about dead people He's like, the dead are probably tiresome fellows talking about my gravestone's not big enough. Why does he get more worms? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great uh, bridge, too. It is. See if, you, see if you recognize this one. Okay. That band that was in played this that as well. That is Jane's Addiction Mountain Song. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> this song is great. You notice I'm only playing songs that bands I play we're in play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a great one after this. With one of the greatest videos ever put to cellular. Ever? Ever. 
fucking James and Dixon. Never, never thought I liked them. I love them. I mean, I'll, that was my favorite. That was one of the first things a girlfriend ever bought me. She bought me a cassette single, cassette single, cassette single of Ben Cott Stealing. When I, once when I was five. Yes. That's song's a great so fucking great. song. And this song's good too. The Ben Cott Stealing was huge. It was. God damn. God damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Alright, what's yours? Okay. Is this Stacy's mom? It is. You fucking piece of shit. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here with this bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Fountains of Wayne have no place at my table, sir. <laughs> <laughs> then you have no place as my friend. <laughs> I actually bought this song. I love this song. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. I enjoy it, I guess. Stacy, can I come over after school? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm trying to think of like other obscure singer-songwriter you guys from the 90s. Now, wait a second. Now this video is just disturbing. It's got... It's got, like, prepubescent kids. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to write this from a... Di- like, uh... From a different angle You know what I mean Right Unless it was a girl But here's exactly. Rachel Hunter Getting ready to get naked Virtually And it is Amazing Rachel Hunter still got it too Yeah Ooh I think I fell one Stacy's It's a great song I, Yeah Okay mm, I'm trying to think Of the guy's name Is that his name Oh I've got the most 90s song ever no, you no, you don't. I don't no. know the fuck you don't. I got a bad oh shit! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's on the Kingpin soundtrack. No, but this guy couldn't look. Oh no, I didn't mean to do that. Don't do that. This guy, this guy couldn't look less comfortable on camera. No, he couldn't. Now what is this group? Freedy Johnson is his name. But goddamn, this song is right up my alley. It's, it's almost exactly like the shit that I write. I love it. And still I wanna tell you everything till I close my eyes. Suddenly I'm on the street. Seven years this Who's that guy, that old guy? Uh is that Chris Christmas. No, he wasn't that He's got a hell of a butt chin on him. Yeah, he does. Ooh, I just thought of some more. Go ahead. I'm going to get rid of Freedy Johnson real quick. <laughs> Sorry, Freedy Johnson. I got you right here. Hell yes. <laughs> now, this is a true American Pie song. Like, I'm going to go home and watch that shit now. I love that fucking movie. I had visions I was in and I was looking into the mirror. Such a fun time. Yeah, fucking. They never had another one, though. Mm-mm. Oh, Harvey Danger? Nope. Should we look for a deep track of Harvey Danger and see I don't if it's think any we good? Should. I think we should leave well enough alone with that. I don't know. See, I'm looking at this one band right now, and I can't. I want to play an upbeat song of theirs, but they had so many not upbeat songs that were huge hits. This weather can stop being an asshole anytime. Yeah, it's, it's weird. fucking cold. It's going back and forth. It was 100 degrees yesterday. Let's try this. It's uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, this guy's a weird style of guitar. Oh, 
I found one. Like he plays in this weird open tuning where like the first his, his time signatures right here are off. Like he's I mean this is pretty normal, but like like the syncopation is yeah they do that a lot. Yeah. But like he tunes like the first three strings to G and the bottom four to D. Yeah. And somehow he's able to make I don't know. I don't know. He's an odd character. Like he's had a lot of jacked up plastic surgery. Really, what it looks like Really weird I mean I haven't seen him lately It's it didn't, It's not good it's, Have you seen him lately? Yeah It really? wasn't good I mean This is one of the saddest songs ever It's great though it's bullshit Black Balloon is An awesome fucking song You know they're from uh, Buffalo And they They were a punk band first Yeah and they fucking they had, I, I had this album and all the rest of the songs are pretty hard-driving punk songs. Oh, are they? And this <laughs> is what comes out. Yeah. Like, well, I guess we're going to do this now. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's keep doing more of this. Lots of money. Lots of pussy. I don't agree with how low he wears his guitar, especially in acoustic. James Hetfield wears his guitar really low. Well, you're, you're okay to do that when you're a gorilla. Yeah, his arms are extremely long. Very long. He's a large gentleman. Okay, what do you got? I'm enjoying this more than any fucking actual conversation. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) This is a lot more fun. Here we go. I'm on. Little little intro to the video here. We're going into a bowling alley. Looks like something. (laughs) This is garbage. No. Uh, garbage had Shirley Manson. Right. This is lit. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? I'm gonna send this to my daughter because she's always saying lit. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's your groove. They're called lit. Here, try this out. One for size. Okay. Stone Temple Pilots. It's a good one. It's from a. Uh, Songs from a Vatican gift shop Kind of music Yeah They didn't really have any hits on it Any big hits at least But I love this song You know they use shitty gear You see, hear how just crunchy and nasty that Yeah sounds? They use like old Sears and Roebuck guitars And shitty amps and Really? Stuff. Yeah I'm sure they they would put different necks on them on the guitars and stuff, so they weren't so shitty to play. Right, but they just he just liked that sound for some reason. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, are we gonna get an ad? No ads. I'm on a fucking streak. This is like five in a row without an ad. <laughs> yeah, they had, those guys had another song that was great. What's the name of this band? Semisonic. Semisonic. I'm pretty sure he's one of the Beach Boys' sons. Oh, is he? I think his name is Brian Wilson, isn't it? I think so. Or Dan Wilson. Something. He's. I think he's one of the Beach Boys' sons. Closing time. You know what this song's about? It's not about the uh, the end of the night at the bar. What is it? It's about. Um, Falling in love and not feeling the need to go out and be a degenerate anymore. That's neat. Yeah. like that. Because he says, I know who I want to take me home. That's really awesome. Yeah. See, I'm, like, look, see, I'm reading song. into yeah. it, but I'm not sure that's what it actually well, means. I, mean, but I think that's what it means. Go home, but you can't stay here. I know 
see, 90s rock was great, but then there was 90s rock that hung on too long. Yeah. Like, um... Pearl Jam? No, no. They don't count. They're, they're, they're another thing. Um... <laughs> they are another thing, I think. Um, there was... No, it's just, it was just 90s rock, but they kept playing it. They just kind of made it a little bit harder. Like, I'll give you an example. Hold on. This is Simasonic as well. It's a really nice organ type thing. I think that's a Rhodes. Nobody knows it, but you've got a secret smile. I like that a lot. Only for me. Nobody knows it, but you've got a secret smile, and you use it only for me. So you. So what what did you have coming? Uh, This is. They were a 90s group, but they just decided. That's I'm, I, again no ad, killing it. Sounds live. No. I like the song. It's fun. Uh, very slick though. Very overproduced. Let me know who this is. This is Trapped. Trapped? T-R-A-P-T? Yeah. I love the song. Is this from the 90s? No. <laughs> That's the thing. The Storms. The Storms of Bruin. Boy, we've done nothing in this episode. We have not. It's, it's awesome. I love it. This is so 90s, though. I'm going to go home and get high and watch America High. <laughs> <laughs> Just live in the 90s for a little bit. Mm. Test this one for size. <laughs> fuck yeah My daughter That's her new thing She loves Green Day You're saying fuck yeah No well yeah, yeah. I mean, She says it But it, she loves Green Day I am one of those Melodramatic fools They're really good Their drummer is a fucking madman Yeah he's really great too Sometimes I get Just, myself done. He fucking tears it up. Usually punk drummers can really get at it. Yeah. They're not jazz drummers, though. Jazz drummers could play punk if they wanted to. Yeah, I'm not sure could. I could go the other right way. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what they say on... Uh, There's nuance in That's jazz. one of my favorite uh, things in... Um, what's the movie? Uh, Whiplash. He has that picture up on his wall. It says, if you don't, if you don't, if you can't drum, why don't you just go into rock? <laughs> Here's a good one. Um, they were a '90s band that hung around, and gla- rightfully so because. Am I doing it? Yeah, I'm doing it again. Little Papa Roach. So you guys are terrible. I love this song. This is brutal. You don't like. You're this? killing my soul. You don't like this song. It's so terrible. You're fucking full of shit. Why am I full of shit? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck every square <laughs> millimeter of that. If I never hear that song again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> Just don't like it. 
not a fan. I'm not enjoying even thinking about that I have was subjected <laughs> to such a thing. Here's the pumpkins here on WPFR. We're really not discussing we're, anything. We're not, and that's and that's fine. It's good. I don't know what people expect from us. We can't be good every week. <laughs> can't be clever all the time. <laughs> I got one. Which, which is, I love this one. This is on uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Big double album. Yep. Great album. Had so many hits on it. 1979. This one. Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. This is like, I think, the kickoff of like the steampunk yeah. phase of the God, world. It's, it's awesome. It's fucking amazing. I don't think they get enough credit. They really don't. I mean... For a while they did Like they got all the credit They were You know yeah. Huge And then they got On people's nerves After a while Because Billy Corgan Wouldn't let it Billy die. Corgan's a bit insufferable Yeah he is He's a cunt But you know This is a 90's band That hung on Who you got Let's See if you can guess it I'm having trouble guessing. I know the song, though. Sometimes I feel oh, it's Incubus. Yes. Great band. I like this song. They're part of that group of melding hip-hop and rock together. Their first hit was called Pardon Me, and it was... You remember that one? Well, I Burst in the Flames. Yes, yes. A favorite song by them ever is uh, it was on Light Grenades. It was called um, Dig. I think I heard that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. R.E.M., what's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah, that's the uh, phrase that the guy that shot Reagan kept repeating over and over again. Is that really? I think so. Strange. R.E.M. doesn't... Uh, does R.E.M. get enough credit anymore? Or yeah, like I mean, they, among us, like, they do. They're gods. They're like, yeah, they're, they're, they don't have to do anything else. You know, they're one of those groups that took all their money and rebuilt their hometown. Athens? Yeah. Turned it into like this college hippie mecca, like uh, Darius Rucker did with... Uh, oh, how have we not played any Hootie? <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not down. <laughs> not a big Hootie guy. Yeah, me either. I love R.E.M. though. This is great. This is a great fucking song. Wait, I got one. That's so 90s. I'm going to... It's kind of a deep cut. Is it? Uh, in a way, is a song that wasn't a giant hit for him. And it's my favorite No Doubt song. Oh, damn it. Well, you said their name? Yeah. Oh, you poor bastard. This is when she was still punk. They were so good. We won't see this like again. Like they, they will never return to this form. Yeah, probably not. Hard driving, but still kind of bubblegum popish, you know? Yeah. Just love it. This is on Tragic Kingdom. This is the breakout. Excuse me, Mr. 
a lot of fun. My daughter loved them. Uh, I raised her on No Doubt. So, because I didn't want anything that was terribly heavy, but I wanted something rockish, you know. And she picked out what she wanted, but I can't. I'm trying to guess. It's going to take a while to get there, I think. <laughs> I fell into Oh, that's fucking Foo Fighters <laughs> Love it <laughs> So much fun Oh, they're the best I haven't kept up with their newer stuff I'm sure it's great too I just have one of Bradley's favorites He loves <laughs> I love that that delay. They're like one, two, three, four. I think it even came on in on a weird time. Yeah. JMO looks exactly like their bass player. If you ever get a shot of him, JMO. They had a lot of great songs. I was going to play another one. I saw this. I was like, well, Jesus Christ. Let's let's talk about Gwen Stefani for a second. Okay. Okay. Now, I understand uh, going on to new phases in your life and doing different shit, but she seems to totally have fucking turned her back on No Doubt. Like, it's weird, you know? I don't know if that's so. I don't know if they're still friends. I don't know what's going on. I'm sure they still are. But they tried to do a song that I actually like called Settle Down. Uh-huh. I'll, let me pull it up. It's not bad, um, but it was definitely not a... And they tried. They really tried. And that's the worst part about it. Is that it? All right. It's on. I mean, you can tell they really got, they all got back together. It's only a few years ago. And, uh, but it just didn't happen. And, it, and they couldn't recapture the magic. It wasn't clicking. No. Even though it's a good song and I like it. Come on. I think it might have something to do with them being like in their 50s now. I don't think that's a thing. I, maybe it is, but I'm just saying. Well, after being away f- from each other and m- missing the rhythms and. Uh, yeah, they probably. I'm sure they were all doing their own things. And this basically just a Gwen Stefani song. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a no doubt song. That's the worst part about it. See? Fine, I like it, but I'm saying it's not. Dude, when they first they, they they came out of the fucking gate. I mean, it was. That's not exactly true. They actually had an album. Didn't do a couple without her before. I don't know if they did any albums without her, but they did a, a, a non-major label release right before Tragic Kingdom. Ska, just fucking ska down the line. It was not. You know, it was punk ska. Everybody wearing plaid pants. It was very Boston's-ish, you know. Oh, shit, the Boston's. I mean, and that's fun. I love this. Yeah, it's great. I love the chorus and everything. The Boston's. I'm, uh, everybody knows about the impression that I get. I'm going to play my favorite song off that album. Announcing the... Sur- what are you going to play? It's called The Rascal King. And, uh... Band's here. I like the Boston's because they had a guy that just table. danced. Yeah, it's the Boston's dancer. And well, he still did. does. Get it. <laughs> he so does the running do? man the entire... You try to sing. You are going to try and sing. 
a lot of fun. <laughs> so scar. I think they're still out there doing the shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're huge in Boston. This is the thing. For this album, the only thing they changed, they didn't change anything. The market came to them. With no, with no doubt opening the, the gates for Ska again, the Boston's were perfectly placed. And the impression that I get, let's face it was the name of the album. Fucking massive platinum, you know, and this was a hit. The impression that I get was a massive hit. And I mean, it's fun. I, I love fun music. And I'm going to play something that's the exact opposite of that. Okay. Oh, shit. That's Mazzy Star. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I have this. I bought this. It's such a great song. And the, I think it's their only song. And I, I went and I tried to listen to some of their other songs. And it was basically just this. And I was like, I'll just listen to that one. Yeah. I'll just listen to it. This my brother. And this is when my brother lived in Charleston with my dad. And uh, he lived in this house out back of my dad's law office. And um, my dad bought this giant. It's it's it was my old psychiatrist, which was the weirdest part. I mean, because I used to walk up the same steps to go to. His. You had a psychiatrist? <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> Thanks. I could have used one. Anywho, I could uh, use one still. Um, but Ben had this great apartment out back. It's like a little house with a garage and everything. It was it's basically an apartment over a garage. And this is the first time I heard "Fade Into You." Listen, Everybody was getting high. I'll give any, like, any any song in a 3-4 timing, in a waltz timing, yeah. a shot. Yeah. It's just such a nice... This is... The 90s were... Dude, they were a magical time, because it was in between... Uh, cell phones were out, but they weren't really a like thing. Many, they were there, but like only the elite had them. Yeah, and they were not big cell phones either. You had the flip, you know, whatever. Or no, it was the... They were the type-in phones, like, you know, they were shitty as fuck. You had the big bag phone in your yeah, car. Yeah, There was that, but... You had to have, have a cable music tied to your was, car. Yeah. <laughs> music, music was really good. I mean, it was... Why? I mean, I'm sure. They're, it's still good now. Like, you still got your Sturgill's, you got your Father John Misty's, you, but it was more, like, the good stuff was somehow in the mainstream then. And do you think that is because... Uh, all radio stations weren't owned by the same two or three different giant corporations. Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt, but no doubt. Uh, there's the fact that uh, also the fact that the period leading up to that was pretty monochromatic. Everything sounded the fucking same. Yeah. It was hair metal is what hair metal was mass. It was this thing that couldn't eat itself anymore. It was this snake <laughs> biting its own tail and it just fucking collapsed under the weight of it. It was great music. I'm not going to fucking lie. I mean, it wouldn't have sold if it wasn't good, you know? Well, I wouldn't say that, but it was good. I mean, well, I, I don't like it. I don't like it either, but I mean, I always do it for and, the time and chuckle and hey, this is fun, but it's not anything the the fucking when the pendulum swung back and it opened the door for grunge and all this stuff because all this stuff is came out the same like time. All of, all of a sudden, you didn't have to look like a girl and sing in a high-pitched voice to have a song on the radio. It was... I, I don't know what made it. You dressed like women! <laughs> <laughs> it was in black and white, and when it kicked in the, in the electric guitar, it went into color. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't music! Um, but this is one of the most sullen songs I've ever it heard. It is. It's but so beautiful, though. There's uh, There was this. There was... Uh, this is when Pearl Jam had first come out. 
Uh, their not, first hit was Jeremy, which is a song about a dude going in front of his class and, and killing his fucking brains out. <laughs> uh, Nirvana, Nirvana is actually the one who destroyed hair metal. They are responsible for yeah. the destruction of hair metal. And I love that quote. I've, I've quoted it a thousand times, and I'll quote it a thousand times more because it's funny every time I hear it. They were, I think it was Janie Lane for Warrant. Or Sebastian Bach. No, I think it was Janie Lane. Probably. And Because Janie Lane, if you... Saw interviews with him Very media savvy Like knew exactly What was going on Smart businessman Good musician You know And Knew Like they were all Drinking party you know, Had all the whores Hanging around Doing coke off Strippers asses and shit And they came in And they turned on MTV And fucking Smells like Teen Spirit Come on he's, And he's like Well there goes our career And he was absolutely <laughs> Fucking correct And the lesson Ah this is nothing You know We're still on top Of whatever He's like No that's that's what's coming He's like just in case you've never heard the song, I'm going to play it for you. After this ad. Oh, which, shit. Which is for Ryan Adams. God, I love it. I bought it. Montage. Great fucking song. I still haven't listened to the rest of the album yet. I'm nervous about it because I love him so much. Yeah. You're anyway, afraid he's going to disappoint you. This killed. Jesus Christ. I mean, everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. Not at first. Not at first. But then it just, like, boom, fucking parabolic. Man, it was all, it was a fucking rocket. It went stratosphere, you know? Well, it was, uh, it was the antithesis of everything that, um, and the people want to be cool, you know, and they, and obviously you look at these guys, you obviously can see that they don't really give a fuck, right? Whether they look cool or not. Well, and the thing about it was, and it was so not that, you know, like everybody had a mohawk and nobody was attractive. This was, you're right. It was a complete one fucking eight. His hairs in his face. Yeah. And, and the drummer looks like animal from the Muppets. And the, and the, and the movie uh, singles came out, which is that came out like 98 or 99. Mm-mm. Not singles. I, I was, you know, I was thinking of hype. I was thinking of the documentary yeah. hype after uh, after the s- smoke had cleared is when hype came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but singles was dead in the fucking center of it, and that was a great fucking movie. God, it's a great fucking movie. I bought it, and I haven't watched it yet <laughs> because I know once I do, I'm going to get sad. Because when I when I think about the '90s and I think about uh, how, dude, it was a very it's almost like the 70s. It's very idealistic. People, they thought they could be something better. They thought the world could be a better place. You know what I mean? Even though there was a lot of sullenness, there was also a lot of hope. You know, because I would say that sullenness and depression is in the vanguard of something hopeful. You're just not going to be depressed and that and not have in the back of your head like, I'm going to sing about this because I want to change it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was that. And then, dude, it just... And they saw it happening. I think that's why Kurt Cobain killed himself. I think that's one of the reasons why he killed himself because he saw it happening. He's like, he's like this thing that we're that we're sitting on that we all love so much. He he's he almost time traveled to now, and he was just like, one day we're going to look back at this. And we're going to be so sad because nothing changed because we became corporate. We became everything that we didn't like, and the world did not change one fucking bit. We changed it for that brief ten year period. It wasn't even ten years. And then it was over, and he saw it coming, so he fucking killed himself. And now all all uh, popular music is about how much money. You, whether you go from country to hip hop to yeah. just regular pop songs, it's all about money and yeah, big Willieism they used yeah. to call it. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. 
uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like the state the world's in. I, I mean, I'm still in that 90s mindset, and I'm fucking 40, so... Fuck yeah. Such a great riff. It is. That's some Stone Gossard shit right there, son. It's really great. It is great. We're still alive. This is a weird song. This is fucking... Even Flow was their first hit, I think. One. No, Jeremy was. Jeremy was the first yeah. hit. Even Flow was... I loved Even Flow. That's a weird song, too. But this one's definitely weird, because it's talking about a mother wanting to fuck her son. Is that what it's about? No. Is it really? What you thought was your daddy in the second verse it gets to it. Well tell me the lyrics before I hear it. Your real daddy was dying. This is a true story. About a woman wanting to fuck well, her son. At least this part, like uh he grew up thinking his stepdad was his actual dad. And uh his his name was Edward Severinson. Mm-hmm. And uh he found out later, probably around right before he wrote this, that uh his real dad was somebody so else. So this is Eddie Vedder, his mom wanting to fuck you. Uh, that might be stretched. That truth might be stretched a little bit. Okay. But uh, then he changed his name to Vetter because he didn't like his stepdad because his mom's maiden name is Vetter. God, he's such a... You know what he is? Here, here's the... And I mean, that's implied that it, it's not... A, it doesn't really imply it in the song that it's uh, the mom wanted to fuck him. But there's like a, a three-song trilogy called the Mama Son Trilogy. It's this... Uh, I'm trying to think of the other two. This, uh, Footsteps, and another one that I can't think of right now. Dude, I, I just, I love it. I love their fucking music. I love, I, I mean, I'm, I'm remembering the 90s and just in that cusp between the 80s and basically now, you know. Even in the 2000s, like, there was that period, man, where we saw the modern world coming, like, what it is now, before everything went completely to shit, and we still had that touch of the greatness of, of like, America and the world at those points. You know, recovering from the Cold War, everything's going to be okay right here, right now. I hate to fucking quote Jesus Jones, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you know, there's no other place I'd rather be, and that's fucking awesome like things were awesome at one point like man all this old world's breaking down all this shit i'm sure it was terrifying as shit to our parents yeah i mean they're like <laughs> we're gonna get in a nuclear war shit's getting ready to go really fucking south and maybe there is now because i'm looking at shit like it's getting ready to turn to shit my daughter is in the time now that i was then see what i'm saying yeah part partly the the seduction of youth is the fact that you're that you were young you know that's the biggest part of it. Yeah, like in Biloxi so. Blues, he, he says, he said, I like, he said, I remember those years. And he was, he's like, it wasn't great times. He said, it's during World War II. He said, we were in a war. Things were bad, all that stuff. He said, but I love it for the most selfish reasons. We were young. We were, you know, that's, youth is the most amazing thing. You know, there's so much possibility. There's so much innocence, but at the same time, discovering yourself. All those things is fucking amazing. You youth know? is wasted on the young. Yeah, it really fucking is. <laughs> because if you knew 
what was going to happen when you were young. When you started to age, you'd blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you'd be like, things are getting ready to suck. Oh, God. Every, they got to pay for everything. Not only that, oh, but everything. I pay, I, I, if I buy this car and I pay for it and I pay taxes on it right now, every year they're going to ask me for more motherfucking taxes on it? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> You mean I can't just pick up and go anywhere I want, whenever I want, have no fucking responsibility, sleep on somebody's fucking couch? You can. Eat shit. If you want to be a hobo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when you're a kid, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been, I've been telling my daughter, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to earn about 10 grand, 10 or 15 grand that I can hand her when she graduates high school and say, I want you to do with this whatever you want to do. Take this money, and I'm actually going to push for Europe. Like, go see Europe. Have some fun. You know, see the world, do some different things, find out who you are, then you can settle into an adult life. You know, it's, I actually had that opportunity. I don't kick myself now because I wouldn't have Annie if I'd done it. Things would have just not worked out that way. But I was working at Cedar Point. I had a job in Vail, Colorado. I had the job. They had hired me over the phone. And all they said, well, get on this bus, come out here, and you're going to do this for the winter. You know, it's going to be great. People ski. going to have a lot of fun. And Get paid while you're here. Absolutely. And I didn't take it. Oh, dude. I'd, you know, I probably wouldn't have either. I say that. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was an age before cell phones. Again, an age before cell phones. I would have been out of touch with everybody. My mom actually cried when I told her. So I lay that blame somewhere, somewhat at her door. But that's not, you know, that's not a thing. I, I think about all the possibility. I could have applied for jobs overseas. I could have worked in England. I could have worked anywhere, you know. Maybe it was not the ease of now because the internet was still in its infancy. Yeah, but you know it could have been done, and well, we could do whatever we can still do whatever we want. It's just well, different now. Well, no, now I, now our credit scores we're slaves to a credit score. Well, we're slaves to a shitty fucking world. I mean, this the bottom dropped out. Now people are still good. They are. That's what matters. I believe that people are good. Anyway, here's another sad Pearl Jam song. You probably heard this one. This B side to Jeremy. Jeremy, this and Yellow Ledbetter were uh, B sides. Well, the same single. Oh yeah. Don't even think about reaching. This was actually a month, not Mother Love Bone, but Temple of the Dog song. This riff, and they wrote uh, Eddie wrote his own lyrics and shit over it. So they decided to Temple make it a of the B-side. Dog. Yeah, you know Temple of the Dog, right? Oh, you're going to pull I, that up? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, I believe I'm going to pull up <laughs> Hunger Strike. <laughs> Here we go. I'll definitely fade this out for for Temple of the Dog. Still no ads. This is a great song in every way. Dedicated to Andy Wood. Yeah, well, that's what Temple of the Dog, it was... Members of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam come together to. Well, it was members of. About the Love Bone. About the Love Bone. About with Chris Cornell. About with Chris Cornell, yeah. Might have had a different drummer. I think Matt Cameron played on this. He wasn't in yeah, Mother he Love Bone. Fucking awesome So basically, song. anytime. Anytime Chris Cornell gets up and does this with Pearl Jam now, it's, it's Temple of the Dog. Right. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's a great song. Yeah. I love. And 90s imagery. Was so shadows, yeah. 
Like whenever Eddie comes in, he's in a gra- in a in tall grass, yeah, just and standing he's, there. And he's such a handsome dude right then, <laughs> with that hair wind blowing back through his hair and shit. Yeah, really handsome fucking guy. You know, he's four foot seven. <laughs> he's t- he's not like he's not big. He's I not mean, five he's nine. A, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's probably like five six. Six. Yeah. Chris Cornell is not statuesque either. He's I bet he's taller than Edward though. He's probably about five ten. Probably about my average, my height. Eddie in the tall grass. <laughs> this was a this was a hit before Pearl it's Jam. A massive fucking hit. Yeah, this was a hit before Pearl Jam came out. Are you sure? This might have came out afterwards. It huh? did come out after. I think they put out the album first, but then everybody hit. Yeah. Everybody yeah, was yeah. famous, and they're like, hey, let's uh, give this some shuffles. Yeah, and then they were like, holy shit, we got a platinum fucking album. <laughs> Yep, Matt Cameron on the drums. There's a uh, Jeff Ahmet. Jeff Ahmet, yeah. Stone, Stone on the guitar. Stone and Mike McCreevy. God, they're so young. They're so fucking young. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I went. I got drunk last week and went down a rabbit hole and watched like interviews and shit. When, Isn't it fucking crazy? Oh my god. Dude, and you didn't. And that's the thing. It's, it's different now than when we were growing up because the medium has not changed that much. So we've watched these people age in celluloid. We've watched them age mm-hmm. in in camera work that works that looks and we can almost go, identical. And now we're at a time where we can go back and look at everything anytime we yeah. want. And it's like, like I went back and watched the Real World, like the original Real World with Puck. Puck was in the that season one. two, yeah. uh, the best season. Was it? Season I like two? Seattle, where the black guy slept the shit out of Irene. Yeah, put her in the car. He called her gay. Yeah, <laughs> or she called him gay. Yeah, you're gay, Stephen. <laughs> put her in that. Um, no, and I was just watching. It's so '90s, and I loved it. Like I, I put it on, I kind of slept because I was like, I, one of the things I love about getting high is that you can time travel. You can you imagine. Really can. You can imagine. God, what, I wish I could. You can imagine where, wherever you want to be, and there you are. So I imagined I was in the 90s on my mom's couch watching the real world sleep. <laughs> it was the greatest fucking thing ever. Eating Fruit Loops. Absolutely. <laughs> it that's why I do I, that a lot. That's yeah. why I love weed. I mean, it's weed, you can do that, you know. So good. Anyway, should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. We're. We've done a really long episode, but we've not said anything. There has been nothing of substance. <laughs> nothing of substance in this. I don't give a shit. This was I great. Care I loved it. it. was a good ep. Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you guys. We're going to close with this. Fuck yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Episode 95 in the books. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.